Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Welcome to Guylight, a podcast about vampires. <laughs> yeah! 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a time in the world. It's all great. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Uh, Considering when people are listening to this, I don't know, I don't know what's going to be Who happening. the hell knows? It will. It's going to be like three weeks after we recorded this. It'll definitely be good. Though <laughs> that's will it? the only thing we know for sure. Will it, Adam? Is things will be good. <laughs> will our voices, like, will our tinny voices, be coming out of a dusty radio in like a wasteland? Right. Will it immediately an apocalyptic wasteland? Will it be Fallout Three by three weeks from now? Yeah. Totally possible. Will the aliens touch down and listen and be like, "These fuckers love Twilight," <laughs> and that'll be it. That'll be our legacy. No, they're gonna touch down and be like, "I knew there was a fucking Twilight podcast." You liars! Yeah. You liars! That's we're the only Twilight podcast, right? We have to be. Just judging, Has- just having watched three of the movies now, I can tell you right now, if there's another Twilight podcast, uh, why? Why? <laughs> well, I'm sure there was one when it came yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Were podcasts popular in the, in the what is this, 2010? Yeah, the 2010s. No idea. Literally no idea. Some, yeah, some, some fucking smartass must have had our idea too. There was a jabberer out but, there doing this. There's no doubt. Yeah, they should be ignored. Yeah. Yeah, definitely ignored. Because they are, they are nothing to they us. They should be ripped to shreds by a werewolf, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing you can okay. do. Okay. Well, let's talk about the werewolves <laughs> real quick. I baited, I baited uh, your ass. I, right? I baited your ass so good. Uh, yeah. Well, they aren't werewolves. They're, they're wolves. They're shapeshifters. They're wolves. They're shapeshifters. They, uh, yeah, there's another word for that, right? Well, they literally say the word shapeshifter in their uh, story time around the camp, the camp meeting that's a story time. Yeah. They also say werewolves a lot. Uh, do they say werewolves? I think people call them werewolves and they don't correct them. So maybe sure. it is sort of like where they're like, we've learned over time, like, just let them call us werewolves. Right, it's just easier if we don't correct them. Yeah, but there's another there's another word for it. It's their animality is what's going on from their Mortal Kombat animality. Ah, uh, yes, which means they could also have the babality that we haven't seen yet. Oh yeah, that'll yeah. Well, the babality is just Jacob. He's because he's a he's a babe. <laughs> he's a living babality. Uh, have we just have we learned why they don't? Uh, this is probably I'm skipping you, you, way you, ahead. You've already you're careening us right off the train, like immediately. We haven't introduced ourselves. No, this is like an uncharted I, episode already. Yeah. You know? What I wanted to say about the werewolves, though, is I if I were friends with werewolves, yeah. or enemies. If I was just in the presence of them, yeah. and we weren't, they weren't killing me. I would, n- I would never stop accidentally, casually petting them. When like the, I would forget in wolf form. You mean? Yeah, when the, in both forms. No, in wolf form. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it would be so hard to like just 
uh, they got those little snoots, and I want to, I want to, I want to like scratch, scratch them. Okay, and like, and like, and like, boop it, and like scratch the little ears. It's funny that you, and it would just be so hard to to not do that. I would keep forgetting. It would be hard not to treat them as pets. Uh, so that is one of the things I wrote down. Is uh, I wrote down the line, "I still love you." <laughs> When, when I wrote that down, when uh, when, you. when Jacob like went away mournfully, having seen a kiss, but he was in dog form or wolf form, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, this whole thing gets way better if you just write if you write down their inner monologue in dog language." Yeah, uh, this series oh, for sure. dramatically improves. They're also probably shitting. <laughs> like, there's a part where they're just sitting around. Like when they when, yeah, they, yeah. when they're doing the werewolf training, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, the werewolves they're just hanging out with the wolves all day in the wolves in the woods, and like, there's no way they're just not like shitting. No, no, right? they're shitting soccer they have balls. To shit. Yeah, yeah, they got big old shits going. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess the vampires are also. Do vampires shit? It's unclear. They shit blood. They don't right? sleep. They shit like it's like diarrhea. I, it's, I mean, it's getting into a whole sort of creepy territory because why do they need to drink blood? Like, like physically, physiologically, why do they need to? Why do we need to drink water? Right, but because we are living beings and uh, I think that the movie concedes that the vampires are not. Right. They're like, they're like viruses, they're like in that they're not alive. Right. Right? I guess that's, I guess that's true. I guess it, I mean, sure. I, you have to accept that's the stupidest fucking thing about this. It's well, like, oh, I see. Yeah, if you're a vamp, if you if you believe what the what Jacob's group right believes, what Team yeah. Jacob believes, right? Yeah, right. It it, uh, it does. I I promise you, I'm going to bring up the dog voice uh, more than once in this podcast. Good. Yeah, because it I hope. it dramatically improves the whole movie. I, like I would argue, we should be scrapping Bella's poetic narration the four times it happens in every movie and just put dog voice in instead. It could do anything. You can say anything you want. Anything you want. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, welcome to <laughs> Skylight. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot we hadn't even done that yet. Yeah, welcome to I'm Guy one of your hosts. Yeah, he is. He's a handsome one, too. Uh, he is David Bell, and I'm your other host. Adam Ganser. Woof. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast We're up to, exists. What, what? This podcast it exists. Does. It definitely exists. There's no denying it at this point. Yeah. We are recording this uh, on the weekend, uh, like right before... The Friday before the first episode drops. Okay, uh, great. I assume we'll announce it, like, be like, it. this is definitely happening on Monday. Okay. I I, I would argue we never acknowledge that it happened. Like, don't even tweet it no, out. No, no, we just, should tweet that this is a thing that doesn't exist, like, you're not seeing it. <laughs> you oh, okay. know what I mean? Like, just maintain just the whole time. gaslighting them. Yeah, yeah, it just never happened. This, Yeah, we're going to okay. gaslight them. This didn't exist. We were never here. Yeah. That's my argument. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we're we're up to Twilight Eclipse. <laughs> yeah, we are. We really are. Uh, which is the one with the good director? Uh, yeah. You can see that. I'm not saying it's good directed. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a well directed film. Yeah. I just know that the director of this movie went on to do things that people consider to be good. Yeah, I mean, at some point we'll talk about craft. You know, probably three hours from now, and I'll have uh-huh. I'll have some good comments about. Do you think? Do you think our episodes are just going to keep getting longer? I have no fucking idea. I, I'm not ruling out a 20 minute episode. 
I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, neither am I. Um, or at least, or even like a 50 minute yeah. one. It de- I don't know. It depends. I'm not planning uh, it. I'm not planning it. Yeah. I, my thing is. I don't know if this will be the episode. I don't know if either. My thing is, you know, like uh, as soon as you and I start being boring, the episode will be over. <laughs> That's like, right. As soon as you bore me, and I don't want to talk about this anymore, that'll You're be the never end of it. Boring. That's the problem. I, you're like you're like Jacob's warm sun heart. It's just constantly hot. Yeah, I'm drawn to it. Oh yeah, he's a little furnace. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to. He's sn- got that I, furnace chest. You got to cuddle. I got to snuggle up to your your joke warmth every day, Dave. Yeah. What can I do? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This movie. Uh, this movie has an absurd amount of reasons for Jacob to be touching Bella. Like I just, I this, just yes, this movie has an absurd amount of reasons in general. Yes, it does. Uh, it it I don't understand mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. I agreed. I am here's my biggest note. Great or my biggest um, great uh, praise is that I'm happy to see that much like the others, and we had talked about this. I love that this is still just relationship junk. I wish it was uh, more of that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, they keep trying to put a plot, like a separate plot, and it's like, no, I don't give a shit. The whole movie should be in that tent. How could we possibly give a shit? Uh, all right. I don't want to get into Twilight. So like, we couldn't possibly give a shit, though, because we've never met the villain who dies. Spoilers. You know, like, we never met her. Like, I mean, okay, we saw her face. We didn't look, get to we know all, her. Look, we all fell in love with James right. in the first movie. <laughs> That's right. And so we know where she's coming from. Who the from. hell knew? Scumbag James. Yeah. The man who started all of this. Yeah. This whole, apparently the entire series is from a fight at a baseball game. That's what it looks like. It looks like, yeah. like James sort of slithered his way into one of the most cosmic conflicts of all time from where right. I'm sitting. Yeah, yeah, so in terms of highlight, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, this movie is about ah, uh, jeez, it's it's what we what at least I said was going to happen, but way earlier, which is that it's about the vampires and werewolves teaming up, yes, as they must, a, in order to fight off a vampire threat that clearly is a sign of something bigger, uh, uh, of of. What's his name? Uh, Mar- the, Martin the, Sheen or Martin Michael, Sheen? Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen's like clearly behind this to an extent, he has and they to be, already right? know it. Yeah, yeah. And it's about uh, so so Bella and Edward are fighting about marriage. Yeah, they are. He's like Jeez. he's like marry me, and she's like turn me into a vampire first. Right, it's a it's uh, a real standoff. They're at a real impasse negotiations wise. Right, and like Bella is like a marriage. That's a big deal. That's forever. Right, right. No, just turn me into a vampire. Exactly. exactly. It's like what the fuck do this, is the conflict? Do this irreversibly eternal action to me that will change everything about my life. But don't you dare ask me to marry you because that's a big commitment. I, I, it was like what. What the yeah. fuck? This is not a problem. These are the same thing. No, it's not a problem. These are the same um, thing. They're the same thing. They're literally the same. It's like, hey, don't yeah. it be like if you just took out the word "make me a vampire" and said "marry me," that's what the conflict is. I right. marry me, uh, not until you marry me. Like that's the fucking conflict. 
Yeah, that's the conflict. It's so good. It's so it's so weird. And then she's 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 DTF. Yeah, yeah. And Edward's like, no, not until we're married. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because Edward is a hundred and nine years old, so he's a bit of a traditionalist. I didn't hate that. Uh, Did you hate that? Uh, define hate. <laughs> hate is the absence of love, Dave. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, like, I mean, I didn't hate. <sighs> The concept that he's a traditionalist and he's old. It changes how I feel about uh, him a lot. It changes a lot how I feel I, about him. Yeah, I hated the conflict of it. Sure. Because I thought it was dumb. And I think it's dumb that Edward would, after 109 years, still have that. I agree. Like, yeah. It's, it, it, it's like there's... Especially if his soul is damned. Like, it's like, okay, if he thinks he's yeah. damned for all eternity, like, if that's what he thinks... He's like, but I have to maintain the morality of well, not sleeping with a person, even though I know that's old fashioned and there's like my body wants me to. There's no good reason for me not to do it. There's a factor I think we aren't talking about because I don't know enough about it. Sure. But that the writer of Twilight or Heard is is Mormon or that has makes ties to Mormonism. Sense. Perfect sense. Yeah. So there's these movies and I assume the, the, the books even more have this weird like religious moral uh, undertones. But it's like the cake and eat it too situation where they also clearly wanted vampire eroticism. So like the idea that he, he says to Bella, like, I'm doing it for your soul so you i want to do one thing right and it's like yeah but you're turning her into a vampire so like the i don't think when they're tallying things up at the pearly gates i don't think this will help oh dude if if right in your in his mind if this is yeah, like if this is coming from a mormon point of view if that's true i don't know i never looked into it until you mentioned that and it's like oh okay if that's true you've definitely gotten those vibes though where oh, you're yeah. like there's some yeah, sort yeah. of religious yeah because they keep bringing up the soul idea it's like why would you bring that up it doesn't make any sense to me like we're not gonna have god in this we're not gonna have jesus in it that's not happening right and like no judgment right judgment towards the religious stuff sure it's more of a tonal problem it's that like if you made a religious movie um you can't you kind of can't also make a vampire erotic movie not unless they're Uh, not unless they're evil like unless they're yeah, avert- overtly evil, right? It feels like they're like it's a they're like struggling with what the moral narrative is. Like, to me, it looks like this is how it reads to me now. Thinking about this, it reads like the artist wanted to say one thing, and then her beliefs told her to say another thing, and she tried to get them both to work together in this work, and picked the wrong kind of thing to make to do that. Right. Like, it's a romance novel. It's not trying to not be a romance. Well, okay, it is trying not to be a romance novel, but it's failing at that. It's like... It's really failing. Yeah, it's clearly like a... It, it would be a Harlequin romance novel if it was written by a different person. Right. It's, it's, it's not more sophisticated at all than that. So, like, you know, she's trying to kind of make it, like, clean, but then also add a bunch of spiritually fraught ideas and sort of whitewash over the ramifications of it, and but then bring them up. It's like you can't have all these things, man. That doesn't work. Yeah, I am now reading that. Yes, it is Mormon influences. There's several reviews that are like 
there's so many Mormon beliefs like woven into this. Yes. Uh, and whether or not uh, the writer, uh, what's her name? Stephanie Meyer. Meyer. Yeah, Stephanie Meyer. Whether or not she meant to, it's like, it's clearly there. Uh, so I maybe it is just like subconscious. Yeah, but okay. So like speaking as a person who's had a longstanding religious faith, uh, you, if you, when you're negotiating writing something, uh, dealing with that, like you have to, you're more conscious about these kinds of problems, not less. I would argue that she is uh, not a good writer. I mean, that's. Uh, I think that's where we're getting to here. Yeah, and I, I think I probably already mentioned Neil Breen, <laughs> but Neil Breen, his movies, yeah. <laughs> His movies are, it's just, he's such an easy example of all the bad writing uh, things you can do, just kind of, um, like, really exaggerated, like, amplified. And one is that he can't get past clearly preaching his own beliefs in his work, yes. even if it doesn't make sense. Correct. I think it's that, where it's just, it keeps coming in a little bit. Like, that's one of those signs that, like, not necessarily bad writing, but your writing needs work, is when you you keep coming back to, like, this stuff, you can't you can't leave yourself so you're like oh yeah i mean of course edward wants to wait till marriage like that's you know that's a thing right and it's like not really not with vampires right the problem is that she no definitely definitely not there's no reason for that to be a decision at all from a vampire absolutely no reason so i mean that i want to take edward and put him on a shelf and talk about him a little later because uh he got more interesting in this movie to me yeah, he can be on that shelf. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna put him like an elf in the shelf, and we're gonna look at him a couple of times before Christmas, my dude. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, 100%. Mm, yeah, we are. So, like, again, this is this is my philosophy on this. Not, I can't say this is the way everyone should do it, but like, my philosophy is: if your worldview is interesting and if it's compelling, then when you write uh, and you really believe the worldview, then when you write, you should be able to persuasively uh, depict things about that worldview in a world that you create. And I don't mean that like she needs to like get into all the different like orthodoxies of Mormonism. I mean that if the way that she views the world is compelling, then she should be able to frame a story in a way that makes it seem compelling. People should be like, oh, that's an interesting take on things. That isn't necessarily about that thing either. Right. It, no, it should just inform it. You can make an allegory. Right. Sh- you can make yeah. something. Yeah. It should inform it. Like, like for instance, I think a good counterexample is a movie like Fight Club, right? Uh, do you, would you agree Fight Club is a good movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would too. I think it's a movie that obviously it's, it's got a lot of uh, annoying uh, attention since. Yes. But I think the movie itself on its own was very good. I agree. It's David Fincher. I like the book, too. I, the book was pretty good. Yeah, and, and the book is, by the way, somewhat preachy about its worldview. Uh-huh. Like, and I think that's an example of a person who has a very strong worldview and rendered it in a way that was compelling for good and for bad reasons. Yeah, you know? and there's an interesting debate about whether or not fight club is about toxic masculinity and the cultism around that and like i know the author has kind of said things going both ways so i don't know there's a lot there it's definitely also just possible the guy has a toxic masculine point of view and is aware of it but also can't get rid of it you know what i mean like he could he could have both he could have the stephanie meyer problem in a different way 
Right. It's having yeah. read his other novels, it's hard to say, but this isn't a Fight Club podcast. No, it's not. So I know what you're saying. It's not. And Right. We don't want to get into all the weeds. On it, and I'm not here to advocate that his worldview is the right worldview at all. I'm just saying that. Sure. I'm just saying that's an example of a person who has a very strong way about the world. Thinks This is what he thinks the world is and how it works. And he, yeah. and he rendered a story from that that is a pretty good articulation of it. And it's persuasive. Right. You know, uh, there's a seduction to it. Now, you know, you can also argue with it and fine. And people should argue with Twilight if they don't agree with it. Fine. But Twilight is not a well-rendered worldview is my argument. No, it's very obvious. Yes. And clumsy. To the point that people are like, I don't even know if the author knows that she's doing this. Well, how could she? <laughs> like, it's it's very transparent, though. The, the abstinence thing is, if the abstinence thing felt like it was coming from a consistent character, mm-hmm. then I would be like, okay, I don't mind that there's an abstinent <laughs> character. People are abstinent. It's not like nobody's These- doing it. Yeah, these characters are not consistent. That's definitely a thing. No, no. Their relationships to each other are not consistent between movies. Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, in this movie, it seemed like Bella and Alice were fighting to start. And it was like, why? Why are they fighting? What, what, what happened between those two? Everybody shat on Alice's party idea. Yeah. What was wrong and with the party? And it really upset me. But she's going to get back at Bella by fucking her dad. Right. What the fuck was that? I saw that, too. That's... that's- that's my new favorite relationship. <laughs> there was a couple because of Because here's ones. the thing. Yeah. How old is Alice? And in, in really, not, not. oh, I'm 17. Like, how old is she in fucking Vampire? We don't. Is she 200? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Yeah. I love that they were showing some backstories. Me too. I have opinions on Even that. though some of them didn't make sense. Um, What's his name? The, the guy who's apparently been a vampire since the Civil War. Yes. They treated him like he was like a new vampire yes, when we first met him. That's correct. And yet he, right, he was quote unquote new, but he's older than fucking Edward is. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. It might be. Did they mention what side of the Civil War he fought on? Jasper. C- Confederate, right? He said Confederate. Really? Yeah, he was from Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he. That's one of the things. They never address racist vampires. Like Edward probably is kind of racist, right? I mean, if he's 109, unless I don't know how he could be abstinent and not racist. Like it'd be maybe it doesn't matter because vampires just want to eat people at that point. The point I like the abstinent. He can't if he's holding on to some of his old worldviews and not others. It's like, well, why did he make that choice? I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, he's gonna be like Bella. I want to wait until we get married. Also, you can't vote. You're no no voting for you, Bella. I've always thought of you as property. I hope you agree to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know how old Alice is, but she, her, if she if she if she gets all up in Bella's dad, yeah. that's less creepy than Bella and Edward. Technically, the dad looks like a creep because she's younger looking, but she's like got to be like two hundred. So he's a, he's actually more her age. I mean, the age difference at that point is pretty massive still, man. Like, it's probably more. There's actually a bigger age yeah, difference. Yeah, but he is, he is an adult. Right, right, he right. Has reached, I get it. His brain is mature. I get it. I get it. I, and I'm not, I, I like, I just want to also, I also want to put on the shelf the constant, like, Edward is, is sexually harassing a minor. Because, like, it's like, yeah, man, I get it. But also, like. It's hard to get around. I know that. But this. <laughs> <laughs> that said, but he's abstinent. It, that really changes. Jacob this. lost a lot of points. Oh, in this one. he was. He was. Um, I, it, it, also, Edward's saving for marriage might be another weird pervert thing. Okay, wait, wait. wait. I, okay, let's put this in Twilight. I want to talk about it. Okay, uh, it deserves. Let's talk about the plot. We yeah. haven't talked about the plot Not yet. yet. 
Try, Dave. We are in the section about that. <laughs> in theory. Uh, in theory, yeah. Well, the last thing we said that was plot-related was the argument that this movie's about, which is marry me or vampire me, is ridiculous. Right. That's ridiculous. I reject yeah. it immediately. I was like, that's stupid. So we've gotten into the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> they're, they're reading poetry in a field because they're in love. That, they went to the yes. George Lucas school of showing people in love. So, uh, can I, brief aside, Dave, I know, I'm sorry, but brief aside, Dave, does poetry do it for people? Does poetry oh, do it? Oh, it gets me rock okay, hard. You get, you, no, no, it really doesn't. Right, so, like, so, this is my theory. This is why po- poetry is so, like, connected to romance. It's, as a romantic activity, like, I understand writing poetry for romantic reasons. Reading it is really just an act of, of temptation to me. In fairness, she's doing homework, I believe. That's fine. But, like, the whole point of Which it is has to be... kind of funny. Right. That's a little right. Because she's, she's like, minutes from graduation. <laughs> right. And she's like, I have to read this poetry right. before I graduate. And, and it's like, you really? You really do? What kind of <laughs> shitty high school is this? Yeah. Also, Edward does what every single human male would do when being forced to listen to, pay, to poetry from their high school girlfriend. And that is, he tries to smooch her out of it. Like, let me get you out yes. of this poetry by way of smooching. Can I get that done, please? Yes. That's yes. why poetry works in romance scenes, because it bores everyone enough that they have to right. make out to get over it. We got to get past gotta, this. It's, it's the Netflix and chill of olden years. <laughs> yeah. It's the, let's, let's put something on it really is. that we don't have to pay attention yes, to. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Just keep saying words yeah. until our lips fall on each other, and then we can move on. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Bella's going to graduate. We do the obligatory high school stuff, which at this point it felt like it was barely in the movie. Not enough. Uh, Nowhere near enough. Yeah. She, uh, there's, there's a, um, there's two scenes party. total with the high schoolers and they're both about the, they're both about the speech, right? Yeah. And Alice senses something and that's kind of sets it off where they're like, there's vampires after Bella again. Uh, yeah. and uh, basically the, the B story is that we keep cutting to these vampires in Seattle and she's, they're creating new vampires, which are apparently newborn vampires are more dangerous than old vampires. Yeah. It's, it's rattlesnake rules. We're going full into rattlesnake rules. Okay. Like baby rattlesnakes and, are more dangerous than regular rattlesnakes because they don't know how much venom to use. Right. And apparently Jasper is a newborn expert. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not sure. Aren't they all newborn experts? See, I, Jasper, in theory, right, because they've been one, agreed. Yeah. But Jasper has been like a, the equivalent of a CIA agent for vampires. He trained like child soldier vampires. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. So maybe CIA is not the right, or maybe it is the right term. Maybe it is. Yeah. He's He's been doing evil shit even on a vampire scale. Right. Yeah. Which adds up. He's felt that way the whole time. Yeah. Also, just brief uh, aside, again, did you notice that Dad got on Team Jacob between movies? Oh, I thought he always was on Team Jacob. I think he was... Because he's friends with Jacob's dad, so he kept being like, what about that uh, Jacob boy? He seems to like you. Uh, he did say and, that. You're and, right. Uh, in this one, he says to her, like, yeah, you can hang out with Edward, but you got to throw throw a few in Jacob right. as well. <laughs> right. Like that's his compromise. Like you can hang out with Edward, but you have to hang out with Jacob because he wants her to to be with Jacob. And so there's the conflict because if you remember the last film, they ended in not great terms. 
Right, right, right. He ungrounds her, by the way, so that yeah. she can hang out with Jacob. Like, this should probably be reserved for uh, Wilight, but everything's chaos. I have right. a question sure. at this point. Sure, sure, sure. Was it the plot of the previous movie that the Cullens had to move because everybody was on to them? That was a thing. Yes. They were like, they can tell you're not aging. In this movie... They're just back in the town of Forks. Yeah, there was a few things they just sort of cast aside in this movie. Yeah, like they're I, just they're just here again. They're just like, yeah, we're back. Yeah, that was a thing, and uh, also again, Jasper's backstory was discarded, and yep. uh, the friendship with Alice got sour for no reason, and yeah. the relationship with Rosalind, the other vampire, who side note I think is the person who should have been the villain of this series. Um. Is she was the one with the super dark backstory, right? Yes, and also it makes more sense for the villain of this series to be in the family instead of some other Yeah, I mean, that's more compelling, for sure. I don't think this movie, I don't think the series is that level of challenging. That's not even that challenging. I mean, like, that didn't take me 10 minutes to think up, dude. Right, and I still maintain, I don't think this is that level of challenging. (laughs) Okay, uh, I don't want to be an arrogant prick, but I just, yeah, okay. No, no, no. I, I agree. It's not that challenging what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think... I think this is real kids' gloves, this movie. I think this movie is meant for... for I don't know. 12, I guess 12 tweens? I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they knew who they were making it for. This, this one was the first one where I started to feel like uh, the question of, like, what's this really about or who's it for more profoundly than I felt at the other like it felt a little right. aimless this one felt more aimless I think it's like tweens and weird perverts like us <laughs> I'm not signing the dotted line agreeing to being a weird pervert but fair enough Dave. okay <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that uh like I said this doesn't uh, exist yeah um just briefly again they walk in like so they also ostensibly are investigating these murders that show up every single movie Right, like the movies. Yeah, it keeps it. Always, every movie starts with, "Oh, what are these murders?" Right. So my and it's like I bet they're vampires because they've been this whole time. Right, right. So and they also always remain unsolved, and people just forget, I guess, in this town. Yeah. So in order to get, in order to get some more information about that, we had to we had to drive right past, or not drive past, but like dolly past a sign that said F- said Forks Police Department, and that's when I remembered this town's name is Forks. Forks. I just can't get past the tape. Town of Forks. Every time they have to write the word Forks on an official anything, it's like, whoa, this is horrible. Forks. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, you, you forget just how bad this is until they remind <laughs> you that the town's named Forks. Shove forks in your face. My God. Yep. I couldn't believe it. It's, yeah. It's, oh, man, it's something. It's definitely something. Uh, I feel like we skipped over the part where Edward disables Bella's truck. Uh, because yeah. he doesn't want her seeing Jacob. And is working with Alice, incidentally. Like, Alice tells him stuff that yeah. he uses. She's like, dude, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Oh, so maybe that's, uh, maybe that's why they're fighting. I guess, that, I guess that makes sense. That's why they're fighting. That does make sense. Is he's basically using his vampire powers to stop Bella from seeing Jacob, even though her dad wants her to see Jacob. Uh, and, then, um, and then they're like, we want to have this party and then she i think she graduates at some point they do a brief aside where edward's like let's go to florida yeah 
and they go to Florida, wait, wait, and Edward wait, presumably wait, wait, wait. spends. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Yes, that that is that happens. But more important than that is that he he fucking broadsides her dad with that information. Oh, it's gaslighting. Right. He he. Well, he broadsides her, doesn't right. he? No, no, no. He like they... turns in front of her dad, and he's like, "By the way, we bought you tickets to Florida." <laughs> right. And and she can't say no because he wants her out of town. No, no, it's she can't it's, say no in front of her dad, right? No, no, it's not that she she has to say yes because she's going to turn into a vampire before she sees her mother again, which means she may never right. see her mother again. Um, yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, thing. totally. Great. Um, so, but but okay. So he announces, "Hey, man, we could use those plane tickets in front of her dad, right?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah, I guess we can go to Jacksonville." And then she says, "But only on the condition that you take the other plane tickets." So they bought two. And he, uh, Edward, has the audacity to pretend to be put upon by that. It's like, who the fuck right. else is also, gonna go on that trip? It was only well, you. The, maybe the dad? No fucking they way. Kind of, they kind of shit on the dad. There's a part where he comes, she comes home and he's like, well, you're late for dinner. And she's like, I'm hanging out with Jacob. And then Edward shows up and he's like, I smell something. And then they hard cut to them at the Cullens talking about it with Bella and it's yes. like wasn't she about to have dinner with her dad yeah. no like just, they just she just bailed on her dad yeah he he is having a whole sad boy movie to himself yeah like his his movie is is just like the the worst parts of Kramer versus Kramer like right but then if if Alice and him hook up then there'll be a thing and like he can be part of the family I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now he's gonna he's gonna invite her over to his lair right like so he's probably got a separate house let's be honest cause like the dad yeah he has to this was like how's he managing all this horse shit and not getting involved you know what I mean what do you mean this is what I mean everybody's like how many people have broken into that house seven ten how m- a lot of people right people regularly break right. into that house so here's my theory on that so, like, yeah. my theory is the dad is, he's actually a good cop, not a shit, not, not the worst cop in the world, which he'd have to be now. My theory is right. he's a good cop, and he's like, I'm going to let this play out. My teenage daughter's got a lot of, a lot of visitors. I don't want to get involved. So, like... She's dealing with vampires. Yeah, she, right, and right. Werewolves. I, obviously, they're vampires. Look at their fucking eyes. So, like, instead, yeah. I, have a, I have a little cottage. It's where I sleep. She doesn't know about it. You know what I mean? I just like this is where I I go. That's where he goes to unwind. Yeah, yeah. I go for some chuck time. You know, I get a little. He goes up in the cottage. Time. He's hanging out, and next thing he knows, his daughter's pitching a tent exactly. near his he, cottage, and he's like, "God damn yep. it, they're here now too." Yep, that's what he's doing. He's, he's hanging out with those shirtless boys. He is. Yeah, they're shirtless everywhere and forever. Why? Wait, wait. Don't they have shirts wait, on? Dave, no, I can't yet. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I know that's the right question, but hold on. So Chuck, okay. Chuck, is, Chuck is spending his days investing in real estate. That's my theory. Like just like buying real estate around forks, which can't possibly <laughs> cost any money. So when Alice finally does get, I mean, it, yeah, when Alice finally does hook up with him, which by the way, it could happen anytime. Like he's got a whole fucking. And it could have already happened. Yeah, it could have already happened. Yeah, he's got a whole fucking subroutine that he's going to play on her, and it's going to be impressive. Yeah, I'm excited about it. She's also going to be pretty impressive to him too. Once he learns, see, she can see the future. Like, here's the thing. Yeah, crime fighting duo, uh, dude, a detective and a vampire who can see into the future. They solve all the crimes together. Of course. Uh, there's also uh, there were a couple of teams that I noticed in this that I'm like, that would be a better movie if I just watched those two. Right. Uh, that was one of. I wrote some other ones down. They'll pop up. I, okay. I don't want to go through all my notes now, but they'll pop up. Okay. 
So yeah, they they go to Florida. Edward uh, presumably spends the whole trip staying inside. I mean, I guess because the mom can't. What what did they tell the mom? Like, why doesn't Edward come to the beach with us? Oh, he's uh, he's English. He's got a thing. Yeah, yeah. like he he's it, Florida must be just a waking nightmare for Edward. Right. Of just yeah. avoiding the sun. I think that's what he likes. I honestly do. I think that I think like Edward is like it's a fun game for him. I think Edward enjoys like I think he kind of suffers in like a spiritual way. Like I think he's like if I suffer enough, I'll atone for all the wrongs I've done. Right. That's my theory. Um, also, by the yeah. way, uh, so Bella's mother says the line "enough with the heavy" after sort of saying, "Are you sure you want to base your entire life around Edward?" Just asking. Like that's such a right. That's such a heavy question. She has to transition away. To like here now here's like presents, so right it is a big concern because she's going to Alaska for <laughs> no him apparently. Kidding. It's like she's like I'll never see you and the, and then she's like yeah, you know and then she's like well enough of the heavy here's a present and I was like oh okay so you know what I think I finally figured out why Bella's so attracted to Edward and it's that Edward is literally the only person in her life who puts rules in place like he puts all kinds of fucking rules in place and I think she just wants to live on the wild side of being controlled. I really do. Sure. I really She's think- got some issues uh, that, you know, we'll go into. Uh, I don't know if she knows what she wants. I mean, right. I think that's the appeal of Edward is that there's so many givens that sort of take away her needing yeah. to want a thing. Her parents definitely fucked her up. That's that's evidence. I mean, they, evidence. they didn't evident. They didn't do anything. They just like gave her presents and smiled at her and then kind of had secret cottages. A shirt quilt. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're doing the best they can, I guess. That's not the best they on. can, dude. That's not the best they can. No, no. I think they're doing fine. No, they're I not. grew up without rules, and I haven't fucked a single vampire. That's only because of opportunity, as Dave. As hard as I try, yeah. <laughs> I haven't. Dave, we both know if a vampire came sliding into your life, that you would you would move to Alaska for him immediately. That's literally everybody. <laughs> Right? I guess so. How can I... I've never met one, so I don't know what I would do, Dave. Who can tell? If a vampire was like, I I want a relation... I, marry me. Yeah. If a vampire was like, marry me, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Sure, vampire. Well, we've established that... <laughs> right, right. We've established that you won't be a blood boy. You won't, you yeah, won't do blood and boy. Like, what, what other choice you have? Because, yeah, they might kill you. Well, like, right. So I guess it's, then you're saying it's coercion, not attraction. Yeah, it's just vampire. There's a vampire. It's like if I met an alien and they were like, marry me, I'd be like, do I get to go on the ship? Sure. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, I guess I'm going to marry this alien. They got divorced Because it's space, like the most, right? it's the most important thing anybody will ever do. Sure. Right. That's true. You would be the hero. And I'm sure they got, yeah. I'm sure they got divorced out there in the, in, in the galaxy somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like to, I'd like to imagine. If they, if they have interstellar travel, how could they not have divorce? Yeah, space divorce, a hundred percent. That's so they. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the redheaded vampires back. They do uh, one of their many woods chases. What's her name again? A lot of Victoria. Wood stuff. What's her name? That sounds right. That sounds like a vampire's. Name. I fucking forgot. I forgot her um, name. Yeah, uh. it's kind of shocking how much woods action is in these movies. I was watching it, being like, "Oh yeah, The Matrix is a good movie." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought when I watched it. It's like, oh, the Matrix yeah. is good. 
this Victoria lady is very hard to catch uh, for a single I, vampire. I fucking Both guess. The, the wolves and the vampires are in on it. Well, it's also okay. So uh, not to not to play my hand too early on Team Vampire here, uh, but like it's the wolves that fucked up that chase. The wolves fucked that yeah. chase up because they got all territory. It's like, dude, can you not tell that we're all trying to kill the brat, the bad guy? Like, put the territory right, shit issue. aside. I mean, they they do that with the vampires. They make them. They're like the 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 calm side. Yes, but they did start it from that story. They rolled up and uh, and uh, and murdered you know. murdered a tribe, right? Murdered a tribe, Which, so I get it. Uh, me too. It's this. It's the same. It's the civility talk. It's the why do they have to be so uncivilized? It's like maybe because they have a reason to be angry. And that's not right? that's not a bad story. And uh, I don't I don't have a problem with the notion of the werewolves having a longstanding grudge at all with the vampires for that reason. Yeah, just maybe the vampires have a lot more work to do. I agree, uh, but like they're like, it's cool. We're not mad anymore, and they're like, well, we still fucking are vampires. So maybe you need to send some gift baskets. Yeah, the, vamp- you know? the vampires don't seem to be working to repair the relationship at all. Uh, no, they're not. They're just they just stay away. Yeah, or kind of they kind of stay away, and they also some, but they also I think they just still think of the werewolves as being a little less than them. Like that comes out a little bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah yeah. I think that's a reasonable critique. It's not a but whatever they they all have to come together around Bella, who is apparently a magnet. <laughs> she's for this shit. The only thing she's such a special girl. She, now yes, she's the only thing that binds this whole universe together. Everybody is after her. Like she's gonna, she's gonna like wake up and then just like walk through a mirror and realize that she is God. That's the yeah. only way this ends. Yeah, like vampires have been around forever, werewolves have been around forever, and for some reason she's the center of their goddamn world. No kidding, absolutely. Yeah, it's messed it's up. A, well, is it? I mean, unless she is the unconscious deity that has, yeah, unless you she's know? yeah, God, right? Uh, and she could be. Um, and so we, all right, so she comes back from Florida, they, they go after the redhead, yes. and finally we see Jacob, and he is a bad boy. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he definitely is striking all the, all in black, striking the, uh, the, the, what's the name of that actor, Jimmy Dean, what's James Dean? Yeah, James she's Dean. striking the James he's Dean got, notes. He's, he's got the, the black hair, he's got the, like, Spider-Man yeah, yeah. with the Venom suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look. Where he's like he's all bad. He's not shirtless. He's the only one of his uh, his 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 clan of werewolves to not be shirtless because he's got a tight black shirt on. I mean, he, later he goes shirtless, but when we first see him, he's like he's all bad bad. Boy. And I'm gonna argue that was a huge mistake, a uh, huge mistake uh, that he wore that shirt because uh, if he didn't wear that shirt that time, then I wouldn't think he was always taking his shirt off aggressively. Right, like it makes everything else that he does aggressive. Right, uh, because he doesn't. If if he like, if it was just like, look, this is how we are. We don't wear shirts because we're 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 wear dudes. It's like okay, but they do wear shirts sometimes, which right brings me back to the question: Why don't they have shirts on? Oh, I think it's aggressive. It's all aggressive. The whole, it's just bro stuff. Yeah, it's it. What else could it be? I mean. He, is it werewolf related? That to no, me is the most logical thing. I know that something makes it so that they, sh- like, 
they're sick of ripping shirts when they turn into werewolves or something. I mean, I wish but that was it. That would make more if sense. If that was it, they'd be naked, I guess. Right. I don't know. Which would be, let's be honest, a much more interesting saga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, It'd be something. <laughs> you know? Uh, it would be attention grabbing. We'll just say no. Even mm-hmm. if like, even if it like burned their skin or something to wear a shirt, fine. But like, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. They just choose not to wear shirts. It's just frat boy bullshit. Uh, like I, I, and I say this very hesitantly, but like, even if they'd done a thing where it's like sort of connected somehow to the way their ancestors used to act or wear or walk, or, you know what I mean? If they'd done something like that, I don't know. If they had done that, perhaps. Well, like, because we met. We meet our first uh, lady werewolf. She doesn't have to be shirtless. Right, that would have been... But admit it, though, Dave. That would have been an interesting yes, choice would, as well. Yes, it would have. If she walked out without a shirt on, I'd be like, okay, well, I guess this is really well, something. Yeah. Yeah. Leah, as I think is her name, and yeah. I think her and Jacob might be a thing, because he was talking about another love triangle, and they're all imprinting on each other, which yeah. I guess is like they pee on each other or something. Uh, uh, imprinting just seemed like a word for intense attraction too, right? But it, it, it's definitely like a werewolf thing. He said that we imprint on each other. Uh, I guess, and she says, "Have you imprinted on somebody?" It was so fucking ridiculous for her to ask that question. It's like, yeah. why would you ask that? You know the answer to it. Like you're just gonna piss him off. Don't be a fucking dick. Yeah, she's uh, she's really trying to play both sides in this one. But like she's being so dishonest. Uh, uh, yeah. At least it, I actually am not that upset with her in this movie because I think Jacob acts like a complete dick this whole movie. And well, th- this conversation is when he says, um, "You're you'd be better if you were really dead right. than one of them." And I was like, "Oh, not cool, yeah. Jacob. That's not that's uh that's that's uh, ten points away from no, you. No, more than ten, uh, bro. That's incel. Big big do's and don'ts of dating." Don't tell them you wish they were dead. He, dude, he just went full incel right there. Yeah, I mean, again, in f- this is Edward has said very creepy things as well. Not like that, they both say extremely creepy things. Not like that. Not even close yeah. to that. Not even. He close showed to up that. in her room and stuff like that. So I did Jacob. Know. What are you talking about? Look at you. So like, this is this is what I have. This is the thing, and I'm I'm going to say it now, but we can talk about it later. The team Jacob is is does so many backflips to uh, excuse this behavior that is like not only creepy because yes Edward's totally creepy and neither of them are good guys like let's not pretend again I'm team neither no you're not you have to choose Dave <laughs> you can't you can't be an abs you can't be absent on this choice uh-huh. uh huh <laughs> I hear you're refusing to cooperate I love it so no so but- no I mean I I know we've had to choose right. and I I have to defend team Jacob right. And my main my main argument has and always will be she's, he's not she's 109. Right, right. She's she's 17. He's 109. That does matter. Although I would say that argument gets a little bit defeated to some degree in this movie uh, through some choices. Whereas Jacob, like, and I say this, I mean, maybe the story will change in episode four and five. I don't know. But like, he acts like a complete possessive maniac. He doesn't listen to what she says. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't respect her boundaries. He assaults her. I mean, he, he. He. Yeah, I was gonna say he kisses her without consent, and she. And this is the first time I've like been like, oh, I like Bella. Is she fucking nails? I like him that too. And nearly breaks her yeah, hand like because too. he's a werewolf. That was terrific. That punch was great because you really didn't expect it. 
Yeah, and then she's just like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I like, like that. She reacts yeah, yeah. also like yeah. someone because she's a good actress and she like she pulls it off really well. Yeah. So like, uh, well, I would just briefly to go back to that thing you were asking about when she says, "Have you have you ever been imprinted?" I wrote down my note on that was sometimes the writing is so bad it just seems mean. Like, why the hell would Bella say, "Sounds like you know the feeling" when Jacob mentions mentions imprinting? Like, she would never say right. that. That just wouldn't fucking happen. She's very, it's all about her. She says later when the two factions are like, we have to work together, fuck that. She says, it isn't about rivalry anymore. It's about my safety. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was just so honest for me. Like, guys, stop this like thousand year old fight because I'm here now. <laughs> It's the me show. You need you're you're you're, you're working. You're marching to the beat of my drum. Have you not two hunks? Have you not felt it in your blood? That's what everyone's. That's why everyone's acting so crazy. I'm here, right? And yeah. she has every right to assume this, considering her the history so far. I totally uh, agree. Yeah, they they did this to themselves. I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's on them. Uh, they um. So this is the part in the because they've they've learned people are after her. They decide to team up with the werewolves, right? I mean, you actually had to skip a lot of stuff to get there. Uh, what did I skip? The peeing on they no, pee no. on each other. The- there's that. There's there's uh, there's just a lot of debate, and then there's the she gets invited to the council, right? Which seems like it. Which again, it seems like it's being put on for her. Yeah, it's like two fraternities fighting over a place. Yes, that's exactly what it feels like, like. It's so weird because it's like, why is she so fucking special? Uh, they let her into their like secret tribe meeting that no one else gets to be involved yes. in. And it's again, like, why her? Yeah, I, I, like, it, there's no good reason. Also, I would have liked to see the scene where they debated letting her in the circle. Yeah. Or like, look, Jacob has the hots for her. You know how every, uh, whenever someone has a crush in our tribe, we let them into our like deepest secrets. <laughs> right. I think it's because the friends with the dad. I think they're like, I think I think what it is is that I whether they know it or not, cause she says it. I'm Switzerland. Like they know that she's kind of important link, and she has a good heart, and she's o- almost is like a. A, a good asset for both sides. I mean, is it, it, in this community where they're like, we don't have many neutral parties who know about uh, both vampires and werewolves. So I think what's happening is I think both sides are just like, we want her to understand us. I mean, like sure. she's almost like their their subconscious judge. Yes, because like humans are the ultimate judge of them because they're both too monsters who have these chips on their shoulders about that who are trying their best to to live with humans and part of that is that they can't tell the humans so to have a human they're like what do you think you know <laughs> uh, uh, aren't we the best yeah. aren't we the best ones are we the good ones we've been fighting about this for years right, you know right yeah i mean again she falls into the god role uh, right. I, I keep I, like she. There's no way, by the way. I, I'm I'm like relatively convinced th- now that she does not end the series as a vampire. Oh, maybe not. Like I, like I, um, she might become one. I do not think she. Well, ends okay, I do have a, a prediction for this. Actually, yeah. This is how I think she's going to become a vampire. I thought it was going to happen in this movie because of this scene. 
what they do is they set up the most obvious foreshadowing because they tell the story of the vampire attacking their village and the woman of the village who's who's married to like the elder guy she needs to distract the vampire she sees the vampires killing correct uh, uh, whoever and so she stabs herself in the gut didn't need to do that and I was like did, yeah exactly very excessive because all she was doing is drawing blood yes. to attract the vampire and was like you know there's other ways to do that which Bella smart cookie that she is figured that one out later it, but the moment she did that I was like Bella's gonna do this of course obviously yeah it's the only way to uh, do but, this yeah right but what I thought was gonna happen and I still think might happen later. Okay. Is that Bella's going to sacrifice herself to save Jacob or to save the day. Or maybe she just gets hurt. And I think what's going to happen is Jacob is going to go to Edward and be like, make her a vampire. Because that's the only way she'll be alive. Right. Okay. So that does, that does make sense. Because Edward is constantly having to shove her into Jacob's maw this whole fucking movie. Right. And Jacob's like, don't you turn into one of them. So like the only way to resolve that is Jacob having to face the fact of like, no, please turn her into one of them because otherwise she'll die. That's the only way we can save her. Right. So that would imply that she ends up going with Jacob for a period of time. Maybe. I don't know. There's only two movies left. Well, there's one story technically spread over two movies i don't think she ever goes with team jacob i think team jacob i don't think so either um okay so just i think she's just gonna lead him on i uh she is leading him on i agree with that that is what's happening uh it's but i mean you could argue look nobody's good nobody's right everybody's a pest but i'm just gonna because they're pestering the shit out of her jacob's like i know you love me and i'm gonna wait until your heart stops beating i'm gonna be here and it's like okay jacob that's fucked up. And then Edward shows up in her room and he's like, I broke your car because I don't trust you. Don't vote. And she's like, all right. And then <laughs> like, she, like she just needs to run uh, as far right. and as fast as possible. So I, okay. But then when Edward's like, I hate life, not Edward, uh, uh, Jacob. And he's like, you're marrying him. Oh, I'm going to die. She like, is like, kiss me. And it's like, well, that's that not was, the That answer. was horse shit. I did not believe that yeah. for one minute. Uh, anyway, I, I'm going to come back. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to skip ahead because that, that is going to be a 30-minute conversation. Yes. And, it, and we have to have it. I totally understand. I agree with everything you said. Uh, right. I just want to... So, uh, can I... I had something I... I just have one what, question. What I have one question I just want to ask before you keep going. So, did you notice this time that there, when they had the meeting in the house, I think it was when they yeah. denied the father the dinner again? <laughs> It's like yeah. they're formulating a plan. All the vampires had black eyes that time. And it's not the first time we've seen it. And I'm like, okay, so what is controlling the way their eyes are? Is it like a moon cycle? They're like, yeah, they're mood rings. It's, right. So is it, but it's not mood. It's not emotional. It's, uh, it's like, it feels like it's a reverse period or something. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's re- yeah. it's a cycle of some What's kind. What's a reverse period? <laughs> like they like blood gets like slurped up into them from the earth. It's once right. a month, you know. <laughs> right, once a month they get their reverse period. Yeah, the blood just leaps into their mouth and into their mm-hmm. genitals. Uh, I think part of me thinks like either it's something explained in the book, or it's the costume designer or makeup artist being like, "Hey, I got these black ones today," and they're like, "Yeah, shove them in." I don't. That's I, cool. I, as a, speaking as a no, person I know who's there's got to be an actual motivation. Yeah. Uh, there's no way that it's accidental because they all had it. By the way, all of them had it. Yeah, 
Uh, Maybe I don't know. I don't know either. It was a weird decision. Um, I don't need to spend all day uh, on in it. In that in that meeting, yeah, they talk about why they need to team up with the werewolves, and their reasoning is that the vampires can't do it alone because they also have to hunt. When has that ever been an issue? I don't know. I can't fathom. Like, I don't understand she the logistics like, of any of this shit. I don't get yeah, it at all. She says to them, like, I'm not going to let you guys starve. So, yeah, we'll team up. And it's like, when has... They've, they've, this has happened before. Bella has been attacked before. They didn't have to stop and feed. Right. Like, how long do they think this is going to last? What is... What a weird... Like, that's like... That's a very weird reasoning. It's like if John McClane was like, I'd love to help out, but I really need dinner. Like I, I, and it's like, well, you can have dinner afterwards, John McClane. Or you can, you know. You can save the building and then eat dinner. Or remember, John McClane, your magic, so you can shoot a guy and like he'll have dinner on him somehow. Right. You know, like, uh, yeah. It's the weirdest excuse I've ever heard. Well, and they fucking uh, they fucking need a manager. Like the vampires need a like a person right. who's like, look, we can accomplish all this. Here, why don't you, Jasper, go hunt? I know that's what you want to do anyway. You, Rosalind, enough sulking. You're you're a bodyguard today. You know what I mean? Like just fucking right. assign just some when, jobs. Since since when did they have to multitask hunting? Since when was that an issue? I don't know. The legit in all the other movies, it, they never even mention it. What's weird to me is that there's a built-in way to team up. Which is that when they decide that Jacob has to carry Bella, they're like, we need their scent. And it's like, why didn't, why didn't the writer make that the reason to teen up to begin with? Uh, I guess that's true. It, it would have been a slightly more sophisticated connection. Yeah. Instead, they're like, we need to eat. So let's uh, team up with the werewolves. A thing we've never seen them do, by the way. Like, that's how afraid they are of making the vampires seem evil. Is right. they never see them eat, ever. Yeah, they eat animals, I guess. Yeah, that's what they said, they help right? They them in the woods. I guess. Which, again, it's like, why... Why can't they just... They, they spend... They're in the woods for the training. So, like, get, grab a... Pick a squirrel up. You're right. done. You've we eaten. know you can outrun them, for fuck's sake. Like, uh, we just watched that shitty scene that was Matrix Minus. We know you can run them. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. Uh, I can't figure it out. Uh, uh, can I tell you my favorite line in the movie? Yeah. It's my favorite line. It, this, is, this is right after the moment where he gets punched, right? So they go back, all three of them. So her, his, J- uh, Jacob and uh, Bella, and I believe Edward's there too, and talk to Charlie, the father. And this is the line that Jacob gives. He says, I think I have this written down, I kissed too. Bella, and she broke her hand, punching my face. Total misunderstanding. Yep. Total misunderstanding. <laughs> says the sexually assaulting werewolf to the yep. father cop. <laughs> and again, the father cop, they, we've, we've been through this. Is there so many situations where, like, she fell down some stairs. This time, she broke her hand on my face. Misunderstanding. And the cop's just like... Well, all right, kids. Kids will be kids. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, good God, I loved when the dad broke up. When Ed- Edward, what happens? He he tries to kiss her. Yes. Uh, Edward psychically knows, so they they're like, "What's up, bro? What's what the fuck?" And they're gonna fight. Right. And then the dad comes out. And he's like, "What's all this then?" And gets in between them. And I wanted to see one of them just rip him in half. <laughs> And they're like, oh, sh- oh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it really didn't. If it was a Rick and Morty episode, that's what would have happened. Uh, yeah, I agree. And if the dad knew what was happening, 
that her daughter is being like courted by a creepy vampire and a creepy werewolf, he would burn that town to the ground. He would. Like he he would his head would explode. I'm gonna argue that he would join one of those teams. That's what he would do. Because if he, oh, he'd join Team Werewolf because his friends are werewolves. Yes, that's probably what he would do. Because he would know that like I can't kill them myself, not even with my finally active cop powers. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have to join one of these teams to fucking restore law and order. There's no other way. I'll tell you what, though. He would start carrying silver bullets a lot more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd be... He would join the werewolves, but he'd be like, look, just in case. Yeah, but... I'm not gonna... I, I, I don't... Th- he would be... Uh, he'd be a Van Helsing, but he would take a side first. Yeah. That's what he'd have to do. Like, what are the choices I don't know, got? because then... All right, and then he'd take the werewolf side, and then there'd be a weird love triangle... With Alice, because him and Alice are destined to be together. Oh, right, right. That's, that's the lovers. thing. Yeah, so we get the real Romeo and Juliet. That's the real Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. Um, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, can I, I can I skip ahead just a little bit? I guess. I'm sorry. To what? To what? To This is related to the dad. Uh, how did you feel about the marriage slash sex talk they had? <laughs> How did you feel about that part of the movie? I didn't feel great. I didn't hate it that didn't much. Feel great. I did not hate it that much. It was very uncomfortable, though. Yeah, but not. I mean, it's supposed to be not bad, though. It was not a bad scene, right? Uh, yeah, she tells him she's a virgin, and he believes it. Uh, and and then he's like, "Ew," and leaves. I liked and, that. Well, though. Okay, this was more. This was again. Okay, I know the idea of it because I loved. All right, this is what I enjoyed that like the graduation speech is about how we have our whole lives to figure out what we want to do. We're not committing to anything. You know, none of us are trying to become permanent vampires <laughs> right. or anything. Who would do that? Nobody um, at this and age. And it resonates with her. Yeah, yeah. And then she asked her dad about marriage. And I know that's supposed to be a reflection of what Bella's deciding, but she's kind of like, Dad, what have, why haven't you gotten out there? You know, Alice has been talking about no you. No kidding. Like, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for, like, they were setting it up where they're like, yeah, why him and Alice? Yeah, and, and, then they, and then they dropped you off like an unwanted stepchild, narratively. Yeah. They just, they just deposited you in the sidewalk somewhere and left you out in, right. out in the woods while they went off and had a different adventure than the one you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a shame. I agree. Uh, that was missing. So, um... I, it was a pleasure to me to see my theory that uh, the blood rage and boner things were related. My that was my theory in episode one, if you remember. Is like so wait, so like does he have like one sort of primordial urge when he has sex? And the answer is yes to that question. Right, he's afraid he's gonna fuck her to death uh, because she's like, why can't we make love? And he's like, I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you to shreds. <laughs> By the way. I, Edward, that's what they call it in vampire. It, like, yeah, oh, yeah. a bunch of sophisticated. Language. I was thinking about this. Edward must casually fantasize about eating Bella's human friends, right? I, I mean, I think he might even mention it like, from time to time when they're making out, just because he wants to see are they actually your friends? Right. Whereas, like, if you could, if you could lose one of your friends. Like, who, who's your least favorite? Like, friend? it's definitely that guy that was on the date with you, right? The guy that vomited from the action yeah, movie? Yeah, he, del- he looks delicious. Yeah, he'd yeah. be at least, he's at least juicy. Look at his fucking... Yeah, he's supple. Look at his, look at his complexion. You know, he's shiny. Yeah. yeah, no, he is shiny. Yeah. You know, I, I, it must be so hard not to heat humans. You know, here's the thing. Yeah. 
I don't like hair on my food. Oh, Do you? no, no. No, hate it. Yeah. So if I were a vampire... You'd be shaving people all the time. Oh, that's not actually where I was oh, going to go okay. with this. But you're right. You would be. Uh, It'd be... Yeah, what I was going to say is that I would never want to eat a deer. Right, right, right. Because they're all hairy and gr- it's gross. They have the uh, 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 fucking diseases on them and bugs and shit. I would want a nice hairless human. That's why I think that's why, like, we must be a delicacy to animals, right? Where they're like, a bear is like, oh, I got that human. They might shoot me because of it, but it was worth it. Like mountain lions and stuff where it's like, we must be the best to eat. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, there's nothing on us that's like, there's no horns. There's no scales. It's just pure, like, beautiful, fleshy meat. And just think about... Cut into, like, butter. Just think how enriched we are from, like, things like our anxiety. Or, like, right. like all the fitness shit we're doing all the time. Like, oh, my God. And we're, yeah, and we're so defenseless. Oh, yeah. A lion, a lion is just, like... they Lions are fighting it every day. Every lion in the world's right. fighting it every day. So, like, that... The stuff with the friends must be really tough. It's got to be. Uh, my um, here's my thought: What's stopping a vampire from like getting a little scratch, and like when they sleep or whatever, and they just dip, 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 dip? What's what's stopping a vampire from doing that? Define dip, 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 dip. Like uh, like there's like like the way vampire bats do, right? Where vampire bats like what they do is they make a little bite and they have like a like a thing in their saliva so you don't feel it, and then like they just drink on you until the morning. You don't die. Oh, a little dip, 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 dip. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he might he might have, he's probably considered that with Bella. I mean, I think she probably would have told him it was fine. Yeah, it's probably a slippery slope situation. I mean, one, one assumes. Uh, I, I, that's presumably why the whole abstinence thing is a thing anyway. Right. right? It's like abstinence is sort of not a, not a moral position, but just sort of a biological imperative for him. Right. Right? He can't really do anything he wants to do so he's like living this white knuckle existence yeah he's he's a weird pervert and he's just he's just holding on by a he, he probably constantly. he probably is he doesn't have to be though by the way he does not have to be like the movie does a better job of explaining away his faults this movie than it does any uh anyone else in the movies Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, it's a. It, he has a more viable story now. They should have done this in the first. They movie. absolutely should have. It would have changed how he felt about the guy. It's baseline what needs to happen, and then it goes from there. It needs to get more understanding, but this is like where it starts. Like it, where <laughs> I start understanding Edward a little bit. Right. Instead of that baseball Not the scene. End point. Right. Instead of that baseball yeah. scene, they just have a talk about sex and like, you know, uh, we learned this. <laughs> Like, that's a right. better movie. Uh, so, the, the, all right, so they're, they're, they're making newborn vampires. They're overturning cars like it's a, like it's a goddamn uh, baseball riot. That entire idea, I thought, was so poorly communicated that I never cared about it. Right. No idea what the fuck the point, point of that was. Well, the newborns are just, they're, they're out of control. Um, at one point I had this written down is Bella says, there's nothing I'm ever going to want more than Edward. She says at 18. Right. Right. Uh, right. That's when she's talking to the Rosalind. sister. Yes. And this, yeah, she's like saying what everybody's thinking. She's like, you know, you really shouldn't be a vampire. 
Uh, let me tell you my story that is horrendously dark. Yeah, I mean, she keeps um, being told over and over and over. She gets a lot of backstories. And she, yeah. But, like, nobody, nobody has told her, yes, be a vampire. Nobody's told, like... No, uh, yeah. Out of all the things that she's done that are stupid, and I would say 80% of her decisions are stupid in, in all these movies, the only one right. that people are always arguing against is don't become a vampire every single time. Yeah. So, like, uh, what is it? Take? And the vampires are saying it. They're like, hey, she, don't become a vampire. And she's like, what do you know? Yeah, what the fuck do you know about being a vampire? Uh, right. Everything? Yeah, but I was born to be a vampire. No, nobody's born a vampire. Can't, can't have kids. Right. That's one of the problems. We, uh, we actually really were quite uncomfortable being vampires. <laughs> this is It's like someone being hell. like, yeah, it's like, I want to be on fire. And people are on fire. Are like, trust me, you don't. Like, what do you know, person that's on fire? Someone light me on fire. And one guy's like, well, marry me first, then I'll light you on fire. Fine. Speaking of lighting them on yeah. fire, just to skip all the way to the end, my God, are vampires flammable. Did you see? Like, it took nothing. Yes. It took absolutely he takes the nothing. That was, he takes a Zippo and drops it on the vampire, and it goes up like a bale of hay. And Not like a bale of hay. I was, like, it was a kerosene-stacked person. Yeah. It was like... I was waiting for them to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It was so much fire, so fast. They also, I don't understand vampires anymore because they also shatter like glass. Yeah, I didn't which get that I don't either. Think what? is what happened in the uh, when they tear apart James scumbag? He James, was bloody. It was bloody, and they they redid that. They I think this movie re, it's like a real prisoner of Azkaban yeah, yeah. situation yeah, yeah. They did a where they're like, reboot. let's make it darker, yeah. and grittier, and also like like adjust adjust a few things. Um, yeah. So they, in the plot, they're like, okay, we need to team up with the werewolves and fight these newborns. And then they keep referring to Jasper, the like tactician, they're like Jasper, does that work? And he's like, yeah, that works. Sure. And I, it's because he has experience with newborns. His, we go, we talked about his backstory and I want to talk about the training because then they all go in the woods to train sure. of how to fight the newborns. Uh, by the way, I'm never going to call it the training. I'm going to call it Twilight Fight Club for the rest of the the series 100 percent. that's what it is it's twilight fight Club. the and of all the training the only thing we hear jasper say is never you turn your back on your enemy <laughs> well and also don't let him get their arms around you because that happens yes yeah. and it's like that is your training huh well because that's <laughs> was, i could have told you both of those things but also dave dave you're discounting his other third thing that he says expect the unexpected <laughs> Right. <laughs> What's funny about that is that they don't they don't they don't listen. <laughs> of course, it's impossible. Jacob gets one of their arms. They expect they 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 accidentally uh, turn their back, and uh, Jacob gets hugged. He gets a hug. <laughs> he gets a hug, and it hurts. And again, it's like this is any enemy. Just <laughs> right. yeah, expect the unexpected. Don't turn your back on them. And don't let them get their arms around it's, you. Uh-huh. It's probably why we never see anybody riding a werewolf, because it turns out they have very fragile spines and bones. It's <laughs> true. Just... Well, depends on your definition of riding a werewolf, because Bella rides the shit out of Jacob. She gets a Jacob ride in this, well, he, I mean, because he, he has to carry her. Why does he have to carry her? I didn't understand that. That is a very good I question. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, why is he still carrying her? She's a fucking adult woman. I, what is here's happening? Here's my theory. Okay, great. 
is that if you had a werewolf and you were on a hike, yeah, wouldn't you make them carry you? I w- <laughs> if I was like, oh, it's a two-hour hike. Uh, put out those arms. So you're, put out those you're arms. You're just you turning into werewolf. a shitty terrier. You're just like, you know what? I'm done yeah. now. I'm done walking. You have to carry me the rest of the way. I I do think the idea is that they were walking so far that it was like you really need to just have Jacob. But like she could walk some of the way. She would want to um, because that is incredibly uncomfortable. It is so weird that he's this shirtless kid. Is like, I'll take you. And then she like walks up to him like he's a horse, like, I'm ready. Right. And he has to like get her in his arms and then they walk off. Like it's part of the plan. Uh, it's so weird. It's also the weird it's the weirdest way to ride a person, by the way. Like, why wouldn't you ride on his back if he's gonna carry you the whole why, time? Yeah, why wouldn't you Oh, well, that's what she did with Edward. Yes. Everybody's carrying her around yeah. in these movies. Yes, metaphorically but, and like, physically. If I assume this is what happened is that he's walking with her and she probably says like, you know, if you turned into a werewolf, this would be, and he's like, no, no. She's like, oh, okay, fine. I mean, I just, I'm just thinking like if I had a saddle and he's just like, no, none of that. Like, I think werewolves are just like, they're sensitive about that. They're like, you're not fucking riding me. They do seem sensitive about it. Right. But like they keep it reinforcing at every moment how animalistic they are. (laughs) Like they just, they're begging for Bella to ride her. You know, like, uh, I can't. But instead he carries her. Yeah. uh, And she never objects to it. It's like, that's where it starts Mm -hmm. to be a little bit like, well, maybe she is leading him on because like. Uh, any well, she keeps touching his chest, right? Uh, any... While she, he's carrying her, I mean, how could she not like casually poke his nipple? <laughs> that she's she's being carried for a, a presumably hours. Like the nipples right there. It's right. I mean, I, uh, you give it a little tease or a tug for sure, just to see what happens. You know, like yeah, uh, just a boop, just a boop. <laughs> boop. Dave, you have ways to learn about the nipple. It sounds like. You just it's <laughs> no, you just it's like the horn of the person where you're like, like you see a deer and you're like, get out of the way, boop boop boop. <laughs> yeah, it makes them yelp. You poke the nipple of the, of yeah. the direction you want them to go. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a direction pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it's like. I totally agree. I'm not saying she's going to engage in nipple play with the werewolf carrying her. You aren't. Just, you're not not saying that though. You're not. You're not denying that. Not though. like erotic nipple play. Just like, just a boop. By the way, like, I love how you're describing this feature on people and werewolves. Like, if people had just sort of built in, like, manual uh, movement stuff, <laughs> like, you could just, like, tug open their, like, chest and just, like, hey, can you move over? And, like, you push the right area and then they just move over to the right. That'd fix some problems. That's what they figured out in Ratatouille, right? Yeah, but he did it with hair, right? He was like, it, it, yeah. yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah, you know? I mean, why couldn't there be a Ratatouille with nipples? It could why be. Why couldn't that have been the movie? That Pixar movie? Yeah. Where, like, the rat's like, crawling around in his shirt, pulling his nipples. Could have been, Yes, pulling one of the two... Maybe gnawing on it for, like, more gentle moves. Gnawing, yeah. yeah. That's my nipple rat. Yeah. He's cool. <laughs> Don't worry, he's clean. He tells he's, me what to do. He's clean. He, eats, he tells me how to cook. That's why I'm always bleeding. Yeah, yeah. He is a, he's a fantastic cook. got great taste. He, that's yeah. him chewing on my nipple now, so... Right. Uh, that should help you believe that. <laughs> Uh, um, wait. Okay. So I guess. Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Edward's sexuality now? Do you want to save it to the after highlight? What do you want to do? 
Are we still in highlight? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because I oh, have yeah. some questions. Oh, yeah. We're still in highlight. Yeah, we're not even done with the fucking movie okay, yet. Okay, okay. Well, let's wrap this up. They they, they, they they go up to a tent, and they and I have questions about this. Right. Why? Uh, why so, do they go to a tent? I, like, I, okay, yeah. yes. That's the question. Yeah. Is why, What are they doing? <laughs> What is happening yeah. right now in no the movie? No idea. Like I couldn't. I have no fucking like idea. They, they go up in. Uh, they go up Mount Everest, uh, and they camp in the snowy mountain. Yeah. Uh, Bella almost freezes to death, so she needs to cuddle with Jacob while Edward watches. Which is like, and by the way, he's not that bummed about it. Uh, no, he's he's curious yeah uh, yeah as to where this is gonna go yes i agree i think that's uh, i think that would that would be the way to describe basically all of his third act and late second act interactions with jacob it was hard when they get in the tent i was like how is this not going to be a three-way situation right, right. uh because it's like they're setting it up like a porno where they set up that ve- the werewolves are warm they make her impossibly be freezing to death. And Edward's just like, geez, I'm sorry. I guess we might not have. <laughs> Maybe we should have come up here in the Alps. And it's like, I don't know why you're up there. I don't know why this is happening. But now Belle is freezing to death. So Jacob, who's just hanging out outside, is like, well, I'll cuddle I'm up. I'm coming in. Yeah. And so and so they have like a chat while she's asleep about her. I kind of liked, the, about I who, liked who, that conversation. I mean, I liked seeing these two that's one of the things you're waiting for is Jacob and Edward to sort of get along mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. Um, then there's the war down in the field, which they're like, this is our perfect place for our advantage, the field. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't, I guess like it's, it really makes you think it's not, it's just an even field. I don't know why it gives them an advantage. Why did nobody fucking nobody from the newborns ever says, can I see your battle plan? Dear red goddess. Uh, because right. like they they emerge from a pond, so like they leapt. She's into keeping them the, in the dark. Sure, but they don't ask any questions. They're not like, "Hey, why are we doing it? Th- what what is the objective?" Or like, "How? Yeah, how are we doing?" Yes, it? like what is what is the objective of this? I understand there's 15 of us, so we're killing these guys for question mark. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, she knows about werewolves. Why doesn't she fucking tell them about the werewolves? The red haired. I woman. don't know. Yeah, it's baffling. I don't know what she's trying to do. I think she's just trying to throw as much distraction and fodder so she can go up yes, with, um, with Riley. With Riley, who are we supposed to know who Riley no, is? No, no, that was a big mistake, I argue. I, so that was another point I raised. Is like, so at some point, Edward like has a mind game with Riley to convince him, you're, you're fighting for the wrong vampire. And so, like, right, and it starts with he's like, "Hi, Riley," and I'm like, "Yeah, who's Riley?" He knows, and he's like, <laughs> "You don't have to do this, Riley. You're from Forks." He's right, yes. and I'm like, "He's from, he's from Forks? Forks." What do you mean he's from? Who Forks? is Riley? Yeah, <laughs> it should have been the sick guy from Facebook. Like, it should have been him or somebody, keep, like one of her friends. Yes, it should have been the fucking face punch guy. That's exactly he's like who. she. T- yeah, he's like, she turned you because you'd know all about Forks. And it's like, why didn't she turn one of her friends? Because he'd know all about her. It would be a real consequence, that something that mattered in the movie, right. finally. But I was wondering, did I miss Riley? Like, is Riley part of the previous movie? No, I think, no, he's not. I think that the only thing we might not have, like, understood was that the first scene of the movie is Riley in Forks. Right. I, like, I thought for some reason it was up in Seattle or something, but I don't think it was now. 
Oh, that was Riley. I think that okay, was Riley and Forks. I think. Yeah. I think. By the way, I, I missed most of the information here because once again, the town Forks made me laugh for a good five minutes. Like I just, right. I didn't retain any of this. Uh, so I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck happened to Riley other than he got bit and drug away. Is that what happened? I guess. Yeah. Again, I thought that was Seattle too. I didn't make the association because it happens right away. And I don't know who Riley is. So I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> right, 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 right. It should have been one of her friends. It should have been one of her friends. Like, oh, it's him. Yes. It should have been one of her friends or it should have been one of the vampires in the family. Yeah. But we're, we're skipping ahead too because that we have the tent cuddling. Sure. The tent cuddling is, then, is a way of, uh, is a really slapdick way of reinforcing the question of like, who's actually better for Bella? Right. right? Because Jacob's thing is, he's like, feel me, I'm flesh and blood. I'm not a cold, I'm not a corpse. I'm better for you. I have a real life. He would have had a point if he didn't then try to fucking kiss her. Uh, he might have had a, he might have had a point, uh, he is such a maniac in this movie, though. I, I don't want to get ahead. Go ahead. Keep making your yeah. points. Well, in the morning, she apologizes for almost freezing to death She because it's on her. Sure. Jacob walks up shirtless. Again. In the snowy yeah. mountains. And he overhears that they are planning to marry. And he's like, oh, you're getting married to him. He overhears and Edward so, saying it because Edward wanted him to hear it. Wanted him to. And so she's pissed at Edward. She yells, Jake, stay, which I thought was funny to say to a dog person. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, no, and then that's, no, no. And he ran right. off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> drop it, Jacob, drop no. it. No. Uh, no. And then she she says, kiss me, because they have this whole thing where she he was like, I won't kiss you unless you tell me to. Yeah. And then they kiss. And he and went for like, it. what? What fucking psychosexual like game are you playing at this Couldn't point? Couldn't figure it out at all. Totally um, baffling. Yeah. And so then uh, uh, Edward hears Jacob's thoughts while they're kissing, which must have been interesting. He said they were very loud. So I have to assume... That, <laughs> I have to assume he's like, him going, I'm, I'm a good boy. I'm fucking kissing her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ro, rare. I finally got my smooch red. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah they meanwhile there's like a war happening with the with the army and by the way the army was maybe 25 vampires it wasn't even that many um, it was like 11 yeah. it was like 11 vampires it's like okay yeah, it was it was that faction uh versus the windbreaker clan that is the cullens uh fighting in a field with the werewolves uh and then up on the mountain, uh, what's her name shows up with fucking Victoria with Riley, Riley yeah. and is like, "This is for James, the dirtbag." <laughs> and again, it was like, "Really? This is for James?" Yeah, couldn't uh, believe it. And then they fight. Edward just fucking snaps her neck. He bites her neck because, and Bella does the thing. She cuts her arm to right. distract to, her to, to keep him alive, which works. Yep, and then. Um, and then they murder, yeah, they murder her, and then they all go down, down, and then we meet the uh, the vampire, you know, the vampire bosses, the vampire... Uh, yeah, the sub-bosses, and I did not understand what that scene was about. Did you? Well, they clearly, it's very funny, 
because they clearly orchestrated the whole thing. Or they at least let it happen, right? They We saw them earlier. They knew because there's that scene, yeah, where she's overseeing them. And she's, like, talking and saying, like, All right, what are we going to do? Are we going to let this? You know, like, they're, they've been there the whole time. And it's very funny that then if they don't want to be, because they act like they don't know anything about it. But it's like, then why are you here? Yeah, exactly. Because they literally stroll out of the woods just like, nice day. Oh, were you having a war? <laughs> oh, and it's was like, there a vampire yeah, war we, here? Yeah, it's like, what are you doing in the woods of the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Didn't we last see you in like Italy in, or, in, or Rio or something? Yeah. You have no reason. They're they like, have no reason to be there. It's completely ridiculous. Yeah. They just happen to be in the neighborhood, and then they act all coy. We're like, surely we didn't know about it, and they're like, of course, because they're trying to keep the peace. And they're like, but we are going to kill that one girl because the the one of the army surrenders this young girl, and that was dark. Because the, yeah. they're like, we want to adopt her, and then they're like, no. Yeah, what was the reason for that? Kill what was the reason for? Because they're acting like they're on the side of the law, so they're like, she broke the the law that we clearly, I think. Is it Dakota Fanning? Yes. I think she tortures the girl. Yes, she does. Because she's like, what do you know? And I think that's her way of trying to find out what she was told. Like, she knows what happened. Well, but they... She's and they torturing call her, out her on to that. see what she was told. And they call her... But they call her out on that because they're like, she'll tell you. And she's like, I know. So she just tortured her for fun. Yeah, they're like weird and evil. This was a weird scene because it also felt like they were going to let her stay with the Cullens. Like the conversation seemed to end with them being like, okay, it's settled. And then she just walks up and kills her. Yeah. Or she has the other vampire and the Cullens don't do anything because apparently they did decide in that conversation. No, she is going to get murdered. Well, I think they don't like they're clearly overruled, right? Like this, like uh, Dakota Fanning uh, vampire Dakota Fanning clearly has more weight than anybody else there. Yeah. But what I mean is the drama within the scene, I couldn't tell what they had decided before she was then like, all right, kill her. Yeah, kill I thought her. they had decided yeah. that she was not going to die. And then they just did it. And the Cullens were like, all right. And it was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. It was very confusing. Also, uh, another thing about vampire eyes, what makes them red versus yellow? I think how bloodlusty they are. No, I think it's what blood they fed on. That's my theory. Ah. That's my theory. That's my theory. That's a good theory. Yeah, it's it's like because otherwise I'm like, what the what is the fucking insanity of their eyes? I can't figure it out. Right. Uh, um, before yeah. this, Jacob got a death hug, and right. it broke half his bones. Right. Yes, At one side and of his like, bones. We need to, yeah, they're like we need to set the bones before he beca- he regenerates. Otherwise, so, <laughs> otherwise it'll be a Quasimodo wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. and so then they take him back, and the doctor, Doctor Cullen, works on him. He says that was uh, weird. his body temperature will burn off all the morphine. And I was like, I don't know if that's how morphine works, but sure. No, no. Morf- yeah. Morphine has to be served on ice like oysters. Oh, okay. If you don't, if you don't drink it cold, it's uh, it's no good. It's no good. It's like, or- yeah. it's like hot orange juice. You ever had hot orange mm-hmm. juice? Oh yeah. It's garbage. Oh. It won't heal my it's bones. Like a, it's like a yeah. slime. It's like a slime in your mouth. Anyway. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a conversation and Jacob's just like, even if you become a vampire, I'll still love you. That's his arc is basically him being like, if you become a vampire, I'll fucking hate you. And then at the end, he's like, eh, maybe, maybe it's not so bad if you become a vampire. Because, I mean, someone must have told him at this point. Like, I get it. Because the vampire thing is permanent. 
But someone must have told him, like, you know, we're all very young, and she might not stay with Edward. I mean, I guess. Like, I don't think... uh... That's his drama, is that I think if Edward wasn't a vampire, I think if he was just some, some other kid, then I don't think Jacob would be as bent out of shape. Because the idea is it's like she's making a life change for him. And it upsets him because he knows that if her and Edward don't work out, she's still a vampire who is a sworn enemy. That's uh, that's generous. And yet she, he still believes it'd be better to kill her than let her become a vampire. Right. Which we had this conversation last episode, which is that if she, her soul is damned, isn't it better for her to die than become a vampire uh i want you to know that my cat's anus is right by my face right now that does inform the damnation which we all face mm-hmm. it really does uh thank you for sharing that with me kitten could you uh, lie, down? Could uh, you lie down you're working very hard to justify what jacob did no i just think that's part of it uh, with it, jacob it's i don't think jacob jacob was not in good form during this movie i think that just part of his frustration is like it's the equivalent of i'm moving to alaska it's the all right you're making a big life decision uh this young and it makes it creates a situation where that no matter what happens between you and edward i still have a problem and he's getting over that idea at the end because he keeps saying after your i'll I'll love you until your heart stops beating and basically then he says and I'll love you until your heart stops beating. And after that, meaning that when she becomes a vampire, right, right. It seemed clear that he didn't think that the vampire thing is now the end of their story, whereas he did before. Yeah, yeah. he got over that idea, and I think that's that helps uh, him at the end because he's like, I don't know if it got over it. So I, you're telling me there's a chance? Well, but that's the thing, right? And you said it exactly right because it's he has about that much chance. Uh, yeah, like he has, he has. Oh a, no, she she's tell them flat out, like I'll never know. Which is again, what, I, I just get very frustrated with people. Sort of uh, in general, right now we're having a conversation about like uh, respecting what women tell you, and that yet Jacob does not, do not that. at all, not even close, not even close. And uh, Edward, for all his many faults, does right. He says, "I can sense how I make you feel physically." Which is a is a creepy thing to hear from a man. Yes. But it's even creepier to hear from a man who you know can have, like, wolf sense. Because you're like, what does that mean? What are you doing? Right. What are you like, smelling what are you, exactly? Are you, what are you smelling? Is yeah. this like a Hannibal Lecter thing? Right. Um, they're also fighting for wrist real estate on Bella <laughs> in this one. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> They really are. Jacob's like, I made you a little wrist thing, and then and then Edward's like, I made you a little wrist thing. Yeah. And Bella must be like, guys, I really just have, like, I don't want both of my wrists to be covered in your fucking tacky ass shit. I also just hate jewelry. Uh, that's why you never yeah. see me wearing any of it. Uh, yeah. Could have asked. Could have asked me. But yeah, Jacob's basically like, I know you have feelings for me, and that's the the his conversation with Edward is a little creepy because they're like discussing her like she's not there like she doesn't have any agency mm-hmm. when she's asleep they're just like well what do, what do you do if you get her what do you do if you get her what do you like and it's like eh, it's a little weird it's weird it, it, no it's totally weird because it's like we went back to the 19th century or something 
Yeah, uh, there's a lot of ownership over Bella in this. Of course there is. It, it's partly because she's not the protagonist of the film, and the film's not really about her. You know, she really isn't. No, she isn't. She doesn't do... <laughs> she's like, she's the MacGuffin. Yes, she's the MacGuffin. The, the movie... She's the object of desire by everybody. Yes, correct. That is correct. Yeah. You know, even like Todd, the mummy kid... You know, right. like in a scene that was probably cut, came and like offered her some bindings for her other wrist or whatever. Right. You Someone know? wants to eat yeah, her yeah. or give her a mummy's curse yeah. or, or have sex with her yep. or accidentally fuck her to death yep. or turn her into a vampire or not turn her into a vampire or marry her or bring her to Florida or like, <laughs> like there's just everybody's tugging on Bella. That's again why I hope this ends with her just being like, okay, fuck this. And just getting in like like this should end with her getting in like the like like a nice fancy like convertible uh, driven by a mummy. I, I, and the I mummy's agree. like sup losers, and then they drive off. You together. guys can see my band next Friday as he's driving away. Yeah, uh, I told like she needs to just date a college fucking like uh, a college mummy or or you know it would be like a okay twenty one year old warlock or some shit to end this series. It would actually, I think the funniest version though is she goes to college and then she comes back with just like a regular dude <laughs> yeah. and she's like Jacob Edward, this is Greg and Greg's like hi guys and they're just like are we gonna kill this man? Because you know they're thinking of it constantly, right, of and it's just every conversation is Greg just like, doo, 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 I'm Greg. I'm great. I'm going to marry right. Bella. We're doing great. And she's like, isn't he great? And then just, just fucking Jacob and Edward just white knuckling through every interaction. For the rest of eternity. I totally agree. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, or to keep, yeah, I agree. Greg is just, uh, Greg is just like a regular athlete type, like a, like a young Republican. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, oh, a Republican! Yeah, he's a Republican. Would be That'd be amazing, right? Like he's like a lower level monster, but it's just kind of just like he's not a vampire, but he does uh, listen to a lot of Ben Shapiro. Yeah. So, <laughs> so hey, uh, I heard all about, a lot about you, Edward. Uh, anyway, I'm just gonna send yeah. you a couple links. Uh, do you want? Do you read the Drudge? <laughs> you read the Drudge? Uh, can you imagine? And Edward's like, I'm 109, of course. <laughs> of course I follow Ben Shapiro. What are you talking about? Yes, I once had a dinner with uh, with the Matt Drudge, or whatever the fucking guy's name is. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that would be a pretty amazing end to this movie. I totally... Or a series, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know... It, that's the thing. It feels like it's setting up, if this was a smarter series, it feels like it's setting up... It. I've said it every time, a fuck you both situation, where they're both such wieners fighting over her that she really needs to at some point break away but i know that's not what's gonna happen i agree with that except like except for she's also very shitty uh this movie no, again, in, yeah she's working some sort of weird angle too well, this movie in particular made her i thought uh a lot less sympathetic than the other movies that i made have her I have a pitch. Edward. Oh, please. Please, Dave, hit me with it. What if it ends with Edward waking up and he's been robbed and he goes to uh, he goes to uh, Jacob and Jacob's like, I was also robbed. And then it's cut to Bella in like a fancy car driving alone. And she's like, on to the next vampire. Yeah, that'd be great. And then she drives into the town of Spoons and then credits. <laughs> spoons, of course. Yeah, yeah, she's just running a grift. Yeah, she's just a real Marla from Fight Club. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Dave, that how would that honestly be not an improvement? 
it would be an improvement. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah, it'd be an improvement. I, I, but like, I also, uh, this protagonist has not earned enough sympathy for me to root for her to get free. It's like you said, she's not a protagonist. I mean, um, over the course I, of the I series, she is. Credit, I give her credit because of her age. But, but, because I don't, I'm not holding her, like, I, I was not smart when I was her age. And I think most people weren't. Everything feels like, again, she says, I, I'm only going to want Edward in my life for the rest of my life. And it's like, if you heard that from a teenager, you'd, you'd laugh in their face. And I get now why parents will be like, you're grounded forever. Uh, because it's just like, I think what teenagers are to parents, it's like babysitting a drunk for 10 years. Right? I mean, yes, I agree with that. It's like, I just need to keep you contained so you don't make any major mistakes until your brain is working. It's not clear to I me. It. It's not clear it to me. It makes me feel old, but I get it. It's not clear to me that the movies are actually taking this point of view, though. Like, to me... I'm just saying that she's a teenager. Right, right. And, she's uh, just graduated. She's... It's what Anna Kendrick says. Like, it's kind of the point. Is Anna Kendrick's like, we're not... We don't have a plan. We can do whatever we want. We go to college. We... We, we take acid, we, we get into, you know, we get into weird trouble and then it, we, you know, we figure out what we want to do, which isn't the right way to do college, but that's, you know, it's, uh, it's a way, I, different conversation. I, I also don't see, I, I kind of don't totally subscribe to the, to the idea of, oh, she's a teenager. So none of this is really that meaningful. Yeah, I mean, uh, teens can be maniacs too. Of course um, they can. Uh, uh, you know, Columbine. <laughs> like, like, let's start sure, with that. Let's whip out Columbine. Let's, whip, let's start <laughs> let's with Columbine. Fucking, sure. You want to whip out Columbine? Fuck you. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, uh, but I mean, even on the other side. Colin was a. If Colin did a Columbine, that would be. Boy, that would make the news. If who did? Colin? Edward? Oh, if, yes, it would. Yeah. Uh, yes, a vampire would. Columbine? That'd be a horror show. That's for sure. Also. Vampire Columbine sounds like a goth band. It does. A, a, yeah. a, or it sounds like the band of the guy she meets in college. <laughs> That's true. Look, so wait. So Greg's I, band. I, I want to, I want to, like, I'm not willing to write off everything she's doing just because she's a teenager. I'm not, I'm not willing to do that because if we're going to do that, we got to wipe off everybody but Edward. Uh, that's that's right. the first thing, and the only reason we're not wiping Edward's record clean is because he's technically lived longer. Although the thing that makes teenagers stupid is not the amount of years they've been alive; it's the hormones and the biology, right? Right. So their genitals are trying yes. to. It's like the thing they're trying to take over their body. And there's a pretty good chance that their identities. There's a pretty good chance that's still true of Edward. There's a pretty good chance he's still under the emotional influence of teenagedom. Well, that's the question. It's not that's clear. That's the big question. It's definitely not clear. Is Edward 17 forever? I don't... Or it's hard to say. Or is he an old man? He's mentally an old man. This movie, they moved more into the old man camp, I would argue. Yeah. Uh, he wants a traditional fucking marriage. He's an old man in his beliefs and his experiences, and I think that's what counts, right? N- no, not with not when we come to not when we come to like teenage morality, because I do think it matters a lot. But I think, but teenage morality, the thing about it is 
that like as you said they're being controlled by their genitals in a way that the rest of us don't have to deal with after we've paid the price finally <laughs> you know what i mean after we've survived those years uh so you're saying wait edward in terms of teenage morality well so, doesn't isn't an old man no because he might be under the same physiological things that they are I mean, that's a nightmare. If he is that's, pubescent... It seems likely. First of all, he's he's post-pubescent. He's 17. Uh, that's not, most of the things that happened already happened. Depends on your body, dude. That's uh, not, not all of them. Sure, sure. But he's like, you know, he's clearly post-puberty for the most part. It is true that you don't, like, boys don't develop empathy until they're, like, late teens, like 16 or 17, uh, as opposed to uh, girls will actually develop it earlier, which is why we see more... You know, guys on the internet doing terrible things. Um, Makes sense. It, it, yeah, there's, there's certain, you know, differences, um, and there's certain things that are developing. If he is permanently stuck in 17. Physiologically. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't think it excuses no, him. No, it doesn't, but it doesn't, but it excuses him as much as it excuses anybody. But also, he's not lusting for sex. He's I, I, lusting but for blood. Th- that might be, no. That's not true. I think they're I they're one urge, dude. That's the thing that we learned this time. Right. He's gonna fuck her to shreds. Yeah. Uh, but but that they're related urges, like that they they can't be separated for vampires, is what I understand this movie to be saying. Right. Which is stupid, but I but that's what the movie seems to be arguing. The point, like, let me let me like reach out to the larger point I'm making here. If I'm not, and I'm only making it for the sake of debate, because uh, sure. if I had to, well, no, we don't know for sure what's going on. We don't. inside Edward. We don't. Uh, but this movie gave us more of a window into him than we've had so far, and from what I can tell, he has he has the years have taught him better ways to behave he has learned better ways to behave so like one of them is i don't get to tell her what to do she decides what she wants to do i can warn her i can try to remove the choices from her but i make mistakes when i do that so she makes her own decisions right now that's the result of the years but he's yeah right are you are yeah, you I, I, that? I would argue it doesn't take 109 years to realize that women should make their own decisions. I agree with that, but it is harder for a person from 1918 to think that than for Jacob to think mm-hmm. it, right? Right. I didn't it, Edward's definitely not woke. I think if you talk to Edward about stuff I don't think he's stuff, woke either. I, I don't I think Bella is probably scared to mention certain things, you know? Oh, sure. Like I I, I think right. in today's climate she'd turn to him reading the paper and like just keep her mouth shut. Yeah. She's just like I I don't know if I want to hear his thoughts. Right. I totally agree. Uh, you know, I, like they're not—they're not going to see Fruitvale Station or Get Out together. She's yeah. Right. She's she's fucking she's fucking a weird grandpa, who she's like. But, uh, but see, but this I is the know. thing: is like you're not you're, you're not giving enough nuance to this character. You're sort of making him one thing based on the years he's alive. And I'm telling he's you, he's a weird grandpa. That's he is Get Out. You just mentioned Get Out. He's Get Out. He's a weird old man uh, stuck in a, like a supple young body. Yeah, but they transferred their consciousness to a separate body, bro. Not like they didn't get yeah, brain trapped in a separate body. Right, but it's the same idea as like in a Get Out. There's like these young men acting really like traditional, and that's what Edward is. I know it's not the same process as Get Out. I'm just saying that's kind of what he is. He's a young, he's a young looking kid 
who has old person sensibilities, which, you know, Somewhere. I'd ask him, like, if I if I needed to buy a house, I'd go to Edward and be like, do you have any tips? See, uh, see. about, you know, he probably knows good, like, you right. know, he probably has a lot of life experience. Um, yeah. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you handle simple home repairs? He's way more useful than right. Jacob at that. I do think that his, uh, his abstinence and stuff, his, his morals are, moral values not just traditional ones so for instance it it seems reasonable at this point based on what he told bella and let's assume he's not a liar can we assume that he's not a liar he seems like he's a pretty forthcoming person for the most part he is a child of satan but sure (laughs) sure i like that uh yes he's an honest child of satan so if we accept what he said it seems like he has either in the past sort of like either slept with women and murdered them or whatever. And like, he realized I don't want to be this way or because of his moral upbringing has never slept with a woman as a vampire. Those are the two options, right? Which means that his, that his relationship to Bella was entirely a thing that was so strong. He couldn't say no to it. And he's been trying to say no to it since the very beginning, which you're proposing that he is essentially a virgin at 109. Uh, I think the movie might be saying that. Well, I mean, maybe he slept with people in 1918, but then he wouldn't have these morals. So yeah, I guess I am saying. I guess I am saying that's what the movie is saying. Right, and that really concerns. I, me. No, it concerns me too for a lot of reasons because it's there's a lot of illogical connections there. But aside from that right. problem, wait. So aside from that problem, that means his interest in Bella was never. He's not predatory. Like, he was never after her for a predatory reason. He was... I would say it's still predatory, but yeah, no, but on, but, but it literally isn't in, sense, in the sense of his intent, right? It was never his intent to connect to her or Right, to, but his actions might still be predatory. They might be in the sense that his... That, like, he is reacting to an impulse, but then he sort of is constantly at struggle with himself morally because of it. Right, so like what he's trying, and again, this is like what it's like for a religious teenager, let me tell you, is like to feel two sets of feelings, right? Where it's like, on the one hand, your body wants this, on the other hand, your morals say that. And like that sort of results in the person that he is and why he's, uh-huh. why he's so unclear. But, and like that doesn't mean that he's not entirely predatory, but I do think it softens the, the child molester thing that you've been implying this whole podcast. Because well, he didn't do that. What happened was a person kept knocking on the door and he finally couldn't stop saying no to it is what the movie is right. trying to tell us. It seems creepier though, because I think he's putting her on this pedestal then because the absolutely. idea, absolutely. the the exchange is that he's like, you're pure. I don't want to fuck you to death and I don't want to make you a vampire. You're this special thing that I'm going to put in this cage and like you can't be hurt and i have to protect you all the time even if it means uh uh trapping you even if it means doing you know making you do things and not listening to you and betraying your trust yes you're so special you're like a snowflake and i can't touch you i can't make you a vampire dirty vampire like me and it's denying her the ability to evolve the way she wants to because he's holding her on a pedestal. I agree with that. And she's like, no, make me a fucking vampire. That's what I want. Uh, and she, he's ignoring her agency. And, 
you know, if you're going to, sh- you know, bring her into this vampire world, like, of course, people are going to be like, make me a fucking vampire. And yeah, he does the thing where he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to go away from you. That's what I'll do. But then it, as Jacob says, he says it wasn't good enough. You should have gone longer. Uh, and Jacob's not wrong. That's not wrong. Because I then totally agree Edward is just like, I'm going to kill myself. And like, it's like, well, uh, God damn it, Edward. Like, and then uh, we get, we should get to the bottom of whether or not he's a ghost, uh, because that says a whole other wor- world, Ooh. right? Where it's like he's like I'm going to go away, but then keep showing up as a ghost and telling you what to do. He really does do that. I totally agree. Yeah, and it's like it's he's he's. I, I for the record do not believe that that was him. I believe that was her projections. Yeah, I'm still Team Ghost. Um, but, but Team Ghost is such a huge leap that we don't have any reason to. We'll think. see. We'll see if he. He fucking Obi-Wan's if again he, into her life. And that would really dramatically change what I think about this character, honestly. Uh-huh. It really would. So, like, you made a great counterpoint. I still think that if you're going to be fair or nuanced at all in the way that you uh, deal with the morality of Edward, he improves a lot in this movie. Like, he becomes a much yeah. more... He becomes a much better lover well, like for said, her than he was we understand his complexity more yes and that is part of it is that from the beginning uh, i think like there's a difficulty with being him yeah what's he because, supposed to well, do as we discussed who is he gonna have relationships right. with what's the answer is kind of nobody or another vampire which uh, he would have it. to create he has to create but that vampire tr- right but if he truly thinks that what he is is damned then he's not gonna he's gonna just look around at other vampires and if he doesn't like other vampires most other vampires then he's stuck in this weird situation and it's fucked him up and i get it uh it but it still doesn't change how unhealthy the relationship oh totally is. I, I, again i don't think anybody can defend either of these relationships would be healthy yeah because i would i was gonna say jacob one of the points i had for him until the last movie was that he at least treats Bella like a human being. Yes. Um, the one time, and I guess depending on your views of motorcycles, but like when she crashed on the motorcycle and he's like, no more motorcycles. And it's like, fucking calm down, Jacob. She can be on a motorcycle. See, I didn't think that was that unreasonable uh, given how bad that crash was. <laughs> I was like, oh no, uh, that's, she should not motorcycles be Motorcycles are, they're death sentence. Yes. Uh, I, I understand For this. her in particular. I'm just saying for her agency, it's just like, he, he talked down to her like she was a kid. He was like, you don't get motorcycles. And it's like, I mean, you can say like, hey, I would really feel better if we don't do motorcycles <laughs> because these are very dangerous, but he's on fucking motorcycles all the time. I, I, so it's like. Yeah, he, you know, he wants, that's like him being like, you can't be shirtless. And it's like, fuck you, Jacob. You're shirtless all the goddamn time. Once he don't tell me to be shirtless. It's again, it's everybody like wanting Bella to be a certain way. They all do. Yes. Uh, she all ha- they all fit in. She always fits into someone else's idea of what she's supposed to be. Like that's right. that's the movie, a thing. Yeah. It constantly feels like it's the that's why, again, it, it, it like feels like the resolution is her finally breaking out of that because every fucking movie feels like Harry Potter when he's still under the staircase. Yes. Agreed. It's like, it's, she's constantly trapped. It's because and she's I've not a wizard. waiting for her to actually do something to break out. of. That's it. why she has to be a wizard, Harry. That's literally why. Yeah. Because it's the only way that this story has a mo- an ending where she's a protagonist. Yeah. Um, she needs to become a vampire 
and then like break up with Edward, and then they they do like one thousand years later, and it's like um, and she's Superman in that comic where he's been doing it for a thousand years or whatever. Oh, I was gonna say it's like a thousand years later, and it's like the ending of like Chasing Amy, where they like see each other again. They're like, "Sup? Yeah, we've moved on." You know, like it's it, it's like uh, like or like La La Land, um, like the end of La La Land. La La Land, yeah. yeah, yeah, where it's like it didn't work out, and yeah. like thousands of years later, they're just like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "You know, bun around. I, I eat humans now." And he's like, "Oh, okay." La La Land is okay, kinda, no judging, no judging. Yeah, okay, not great, but. Uh, La La Land is an interesting rebuke to Twilight uh, when you think because they're both sort of equally (laughs) stupid in some ways. Yeah. They're both like... I found La La Land very dumb. It's very naive. I didn't hate it, but it was very naive. Uh, It's clearly... I like that... That's the director of... um, Whiplash. Whiplash. And I had seen La La Land before Whiplash. Oh. So I hated that director. Oh. And then I watched Whiplash and I was like, I take it all back. I love this Yeah, person. Whiplash is amazing. So, yeah, Whiplash is incredible. La La Land, the real problem with that movie, I thought, was that I could not give a ghost of a shit about their problems. The real problem is that it was written by a person who hasn't failed. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it was, it okay. was about like... Oh, woe is me. I have to choose between a relationship or my amazing acting career. And it was like every step of the way, they were so good at everything. Yes. And it was that like, was a problem. Eh. It's like, yeah, you should have been 50 and had struggled for 15 years. Yes. Then this would that, have been a better that, movie. That movie would have been so much better if they were both like in their 50s. Agreed. Uh, same, yeah. same thing with Twilight. I would rather watch the Twilight where they're both middle-aged uh, trying to make another go at it, you know? Like, right, and I wouldn't have been creeped out. Right, middle-aged, it's like, yeah, your brain's dead. Yeah, Charlie's Twilight, right? What if they met a middle-aged vampire? What if Alice was a middle-aged vampire and it was Charlie? Maybe Charlie's the Twilight we should have had. Yeah, Twilight, uh, Charlie should have been our Bella. Like, Charlie, I think, is the most compelling character of this whole series. Oh, definitely. Uh, he's my favorite character. Definitely, no question. And then of the vampires, I found Alice, my favorite vampire. I also so like Alice. Like, yeah so like them when they had that moment where they're walking out and she's like giggling and she's calling him charlie and they're like and he's like i like her i was just like oh fuck yes i was so into that right right it's not gonna happen is it they're not gonna they're not gonna get together No, because it creates a whole other set of problems what what problems well Well, she has to break up with jasper the murder vampire Right. Okay. The CIA that, well, murder vampire. Compelling. Sure. Like, good what movie. if you did a movie about where it's like uh, the 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 crazy ex boyfriend is a vampire? Uh, I, but also, what would the neighbors think? Kind of situation because she does look young. I do think that Alice would have been. But that's the di- yeah. I think Alice. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I think Alice would have been a good protagonist for this series if. Uh, like I think it's more interesting to watch a movie about not the popular girl, uh, because that's a more honest teenage undertaking. Oh, 100%, and for that yeah. person to be a vampire and like not be able to express the thing that makes her special, that's a more right, interesting. Yeah, that's a more interesting story. Um, the cracked version of this movie would have been we would have picked literally any of the friends at the table. And made the story about them, and like right. uh, just in the background is all this fucking werewolf love story bullshit, and like the obviousness of yes. it. Of like, yes. it's the one friend who's like, does any of you else notice? Yes, 
the obvious vampires. Correct. Like, they would be yeah. like we would have made the guy from Scream, right? The fucking know-it-all kid from Scream's yeah. version of Twilight. I constantly thought about um, what are they called? The wilderness cameras that hunters set up. Oh yeah, like they must catch some wild shit. They must. Also, we really... They're just like, that's clearly a vampire running through the woods, climbing on the trees. They they function like squirrels. They, they, <laughs> they, scutter, they like scuttle up trees and cling to them. Yeah. Just like squirrels. I agree. Totally agree. Uh, it must be hilarious to watch. Like, can you imagine watching how funny it is to look at? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's incredibly impressive. Uh, I have no doubt. Uh there's a lot of movies in this universe that would be better than Twilight. Like, there, there's just yeah. a lot. So, like, I think Vampire Doctor, way more interesting movie. Like, I'd way rather watch yeah. a few episodes of Vampire Doctor, right? Yeah, he wants to drink their blood constantly, but he can't do he it. Can. Yeah, it's, it's basically, it would play almost the same as Dexter. You know what I mean? Where, sure. where yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, I think that's what we'd be looking at is sort of a Dexter version of Vampire Doctor. Uh, that's right. that's an excellent movie. Um, I think Rosalind, by the way, is a very interesting character with that backstory. Oh my god! Like, yeah, the backstory, by the way, and it didn't make all the sense, right? Um, because it's it's very like two dimensional. Yes, but she's like some guy is courting her, and it seems like really romantic. And then she sees him on the streets, and he's drunk with his buddies in like a p- very public place in an alley that's not that removed. Correct. Yeah, and he starts assaulting her, and she essentially gets raped uh, on the streets. That's what it looked by like. By her fiancé or the guy courting her in, like, the olden times. And it's very upsetting. And, uh, you know, because, yeah. and it, But it's, like, very also, like, they have to t- tell the story quick. So you're not quite sure what exactly is going on. And then I guess she was, like, beaten to death. Or nearly to death, and then the Cullen doctor found her and was like, well, I'll make you a vampire. They didn't connect those And then she dots. gets revenge on his whole fucking, uh, all the guys who assaulted her while dressed like a bride. And I was like, wow, I kinda liked that's that. hardcore. I kind of liked the fact that she was a vampire bride. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Well, I mean, yeah, she went with a theme and she stuck with it. Yeah. And she was like, she says, I might have been a little dramatic. And I'm like, I think you were right on the I mark. I think you made a little Kill Bill movie we're never going to get to see. Yeah. Is what happened. I, you know? I think you responded exactly how you should have. Yeah. I mean, also uh, the fucking smile on her face while she did it. I was like, Beatrix kiddo here. You yeah. Know? It oh, sounded yeah. great. I, that's a great movie. Uh, that's a movie. Would love to watch that's it. Another movie. Would love to watch it. Done. I, I, yeah. I also believe it or not, I do think that there's a diehard to be made uh, with Edward and Jacob, where Bella's not there. Like I, yeah, I, buddy. Yeah, thing. there's a buddy cop movie there. Like I could also see again, love triangle. That's obvious, but like, if it weren't for this marriage thing, I would have assumed that Edward was very fluid sexually. He could have been because living for that long you're gonna you're gonna try some stuff you try things out i totally totally makes sense yeah you've lived through the 60s that must have been confusing time even for vampires Uh uh-huh like that's the thing i that's why it's weird to me that jacob isn't more mature about this because it is sort of feels like he's been living under a rock no i think i don't because i don't think it's living living under a rock you know that relationships like one of the things that happens and that i think isn't hormone hormones i think it's experience i think it's years is that you learn that relationships aren't the end of the world you learn that you're not you're not going to freak out you're not going to go to their house at 3 a.m and scream at their window correct you're 
you learn that this is not cool that you and that's that's not that's not your body that's just understanding people and you have a certain amount of like you have to keep your hands off the thing because it's going to work or it's not like, right, and you know that it makes you look bad to walk up to some guy and go, what the fuck, man, that's my girl. You know, like, it's none of that is cool. And, like, it's weird Edward doesn't know that. I agree. It, he should know that. But, again, it sort of it implies over and over the implication is somewhat clear that, like, he's been restraining from being involved sexually with anybody. Because he's in a cult. Kind of. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It feels like because he just didn't have a pair, he's just been a fucking ghost virgin for this last 109 yeah. years. Um, yeah. That's weird. The idea that maybe they're moving around so much that he doesn't get to know anybody but his weird cult family. Well, the problem is he can't meet anybody because we're seeing what happens when he does. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the story of what happens when he meets somebody. Right. He fucks them to death. It would be amazing if they're like when they get when they get married, like a haunting moment where sure. Alice turns to Bella and whispers, "You're the yeah, sixth you're the sixth one." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought the same thing. It was like if she just gave a number. I totally agree. Yeah. By the way, what if there was a, incredible? What if there was an Alfie with Edward? We're just watching the movie Alfie, but with Edward. What's Alfie? Have you not seen Alfie with uh oh fuck me uh with Jude Law? It's this like he, he I I know of Alfie. I don't know anything about it. I know of Jude Law as Alfie. Yeah, he's just like sleeping with a bunch of women and then it's like just all the consequences of his bad uh philandering. Right. You know, uh I it's been a long time since I watched it, but with a vampire Edward, it's you know, I'm interested in the topic. Like like a movie just about that's called like Vampire Bro Slut and it's about Edward just just sleeping around but you have to set it in like the 40s or something where there's like all these rules and he's sure. and he's like a marquis de sod type as long as you call it vampire bro slut then that's fine i'm in that's i was gonna propose that as the name of this podcast but we're already yeah. we're already yeah. balls deep in guy light now so what are you gonna do yeah. <laughs> we're already, we already got a blood boner's worth of guy light now so mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're packed with guy light. I googled guy light, by the way, way, like at the zero hour. Thank you. Thank you. Because I was like, I wonder if that's anything. Is it? Is it anything? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I think it's the term for when men highlight their hair. Oh. Little guy right. lights. Yeah, but wouldn't you be terrified if it was like, oh, this is a common practice of like sleeping with baby alligators or some shit. Exactly. You're like, oh. That's why I googled it. Yeah. Which I was like, I wonder, I hope this isn't anything. Yeah, 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 smart. That, that's a smart decision. Yeah. Okay, like, we need to talk about Team Jacob a little bit. We've, we've had the Edward check. Can we have a Team Jacob chat now? Yeah. How, uh, what does it take to... Not good points towards Jacob no. in this what one. What does it take to bring him back to being the better of the two, in your mind? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I know you hate this, but Jacob is also an emotional, dumb teenager. And what uh, what I get, what appeals me to Jacob is that for some of this movie and for the previous one, he does kind of say, all right, fuck off, Bella. Like he is kind of like mature enough. I, I want to use mature enough to know like this isn't good for me. Uh, fuck you. Like this is, I, I can't handle this. And it is very incel because she's like, I, I want to be your friend. Incredibly but incel. It, yeah, but it's like very clear that this was 
maybe not clear but at this point where she's like kiss me now it's like okay there needs to be we need to clarify our relationship 100 percent. i totally agree and, with the, that. and he is kind of strung along and i feel for him a little bit of that idea that he's just sort of heart struck and she kind of needs to just break it off wow. but again she's also a teenager and so that's again why I don't fault her because th- I think this is a teenager thing. I, it's so I think the insane. idea is a guy's being too aggressive. Um, he thinks he's coming from the right place, but he is aggressive, and it could get, you know, it it could be a red flag. Um, oh, wait, I, I have to jump she, in. I have to jump in. Wait, wait, wait. So first, okay. first broad observation, just broad observation, which normally we don't do. But so it, I think the reasons that you and I gravitate toward these two teams, other than because we have to for the podcast is because sure. you understand that teenage thing that Jacob uh, is I experiencing. I understand the stupidity. Yes, yes. I don't wait, think he's... Wait, wait, wait. He doesn't seem predatory. Uh, disagree with that, but but fair enough. So there's that. And I understand the, the tortured sort of desire slash conviction problem that Edward, yes. that Edward has. So like... Here's why he doesn't seem predatory. Um, he, I'm not saying he isn't dangerous. Predatory to me... Rep- implies a certain amount of intelligence or knowledge that what they're doing and i i'm sure there's people screaming at me and saying like that's not what it means or it can mean other things my definition for the purpose of this podcast is that jacob's kind of just a blunt object he doesn't really know what he's doing because he's a teenager and he has these weird werewolf aggression and again i'm team neither yeah me too uh but it's again the age thing. It's the fact that Edward's 109, so he should have more awareness of what's going on. And so, like a teenage love triangle is one thing because it's a dumb hormonal mess. Uh, versus a teenage love trial triangle where one of them has a hundred years of experience, uh, and they should know what to do. Well, they might not have better they, than Edward. They might not have. And that, so though. Jacob's not winning any points, uh, but. I understand that he, at least that he is not as in control as Edward is emotionally. He seems to, I would, I would make the point that Jacob seems to, once he became a werewolf, that's when these qualities started to exist. Before he became a werewolf, he was actually sort of. He was still a creep. Uh, he was a little bit of a creep, but he was... He lurched out of the woods a lot. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But he was a lot more sort of like sardonic and funny and like... Like, you know, uh, I, like I would say that once he got the quote unquote werewolf body and started taking his shirt off, he was no longer like, he's not the same person. Like there was a definite transformation. Now he's, he's definitely wafting the vibes of the nice guy who buys into that nice guy crap who got lifted, goes on, gets rejected by a girl. Um, very, very clearly rejected goes on reddit too much and becomes a weird incel yes like he is wafting those vibes and that general vibe i do not like uh like in terms of the two people like i i gotta say i like edward as a person more. way more like i would hang out with Edward. not close to me not close which one's more likable as a person yes but in terms of who's more toxic in a relationship Edward still feels way more toxic. Okay, so let me... I disagree. So let me make the counterpoints then. So the first is you have given him way too much of a pass for his intentions. Way too much. He is constantly manipulating this movie. 
Like he's he is constantly manipulating the movie. Every time he takes, how is he? I will explain. So one of the reasons is he chooses when he can take his shirt on and off. That is that does matter. Be- his, the source of his power is taking his shirt off. I will agree. And to he's that. doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose to create the tension that he claims he is aware of because he can smell it on her every single time, which infuses the way you got to read the way the walking home where he carries her the whole time. The fact that he sneaks into the tent, the fact that he. Yeah, that's a teenage boy thing is that he wants her to like him. No, no, no. You're his good. No, dude. No, that's not what you do when they're clearly dating somebody else. Like, that's just not look, the way you do this. Look, 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 look. I don't think this, just this alone, if you like someone, if you're into someone. Sure. Right? Sure. And they're dating someone else, and it's not serious. They don't have, like, a family and kids. But it or is serious. Or maybe they do. Sure. Or maybe they do. Whatever. If the if you were like, I want to be with that person, I want them to leave the other person and be with me. The most healthy way of doing that is to be nice, charming, and attractive. Uh, not be creepy, because Jacob is being creepy. I'm not saying that he isn't. I'm just defending the shirt thing. Sure. You would take off your shirt. You'd show them what you got. You'd be like, yeah, I want to no. get them. I want to lure them over here. Uh, until they said no. Maybe he's too hot. Like, I don't think we should shame him for no, not wearing get out a of shirt. Here. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yes, we should, because he knows... He can wear what he wants. It's his body. That's right. He can wear what he wants. I'm not saying he's not allowed to not wear a shirt. I'm just saying I'm allowed to interpret what his intentions are because of that decision, which I am, and I will. Uh-huh. And, it, and, I would, and I'm judging him as a, as a suitor because of it. Is he allowed to do okay. it? Sure. I'm not saying the government should come in and force a shirt on his body. But I am saying, like, that is megalomaniac fucking narcissistic behavior where he refuses to listen to anybody's opinion but his. Even when she says no, he doesn't listen. He's constantly trying to force every situation for her to admit that she likes him. He's forcing every fucking situation into that. Everyone. Yeah, and I mean, pers- personal feelings, if I was at a party and a guy kept taking off his shirt, I would not like that person. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Unless he let you, like... what Even if he if let you a un- party. What if he let you... <laughs> He uses insane cum gutters to like pop off your beer top. How do you feel about that? I mean, that would be pretty great. That'd be amazing. I would. He'd be your best yeah, I'd friend. Be like, oh, you're fucking great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like a built-in Corona popper. I'm all into that, dude. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, so if you see him do that in, in movie four, my whole opinion's going to change. You don't think Edward's not doing that too he's, with he, his fucking he, vampire uh, mystique? And perhaps uh, he's really not, though, man. He's not laying it on that thick. Uh, He's negging. He negged the shit out of her. The first thing he did was be like, "She smells." Uh, yeah, but I think it, I, I, think, I we think we can Ed, accept. I think Edward though. is a hundred percent also. First of all, okay. But wait, 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 Just wait, wait, wait. Being you're, in a high school, you're, you're rejecting. Is weird no, dude, Edward. no. I can't have this. I can't have you go back to the same fucking stalwart point every time as the being, only way to interpret Edward this. It's bullshit. Do you think Edward doesn't know what he's doing being the mysterious kid I don't think he has a school. fucking choice. And maybe he does know. I th- he does say something like that in the first movie. He's not there to learn. <laughs> he's not there to learn. He knows all the shit already. That's true. Well, Jacob's not there what to help he either, doing bro. There? He's not there to help. He's there to try to steal her. Like, that's his whole thing. Yeah. And by and the way, he, you're doing... Wait, wait, wait. You're doing whataboutism, by the way. You just tried to steer the conversation off. We're talking about We're talking about fucking Jacob. You goddamn squirrel. Now, wait. So, okay. So, Jacob... 
I'm not a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're a squirrel. You're, lo- <laughs> you're so, but you're so lovable, and I love seeing you scamp between ideas. You know, uh, lighter than air, just leaping between ideas. All right, so look. All right. In addition, in addition to that, he, uh, I think the fact, like the fact that he forces a kiss on her, uh, is a not cool. No, not just not cool. No, 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 no. That's not just not cool because he doesn't say he's sorry. He calls it a misunderstanding, and it reinforces the behavior of forcing himself aggressively onto her in every situation, with the only change in behavior being like, I'll wait till you fucking ask me next time. So again, like maybe he's a teenager, but it doesn't matter. He learns about consent. He learns about consent in that moment. But But he doesn't learn about consent because if he did, he wouldn't be doing all these things. He wouldn't be shoving himself like an unwanted dick into every little crevice he can. You know sure, I mean? like, but again, going, I have to do whataboutism because compare that to Edward going in Bella's room and going through her stuff and watching her I sleep. I agree. That's creepy. I can't defend that. Um, it's also like a consent issue that he should know about but, at 109. But she doesn't, she, he did it in the first movie. That part I agree with. Uh, but I think he has sort of he car. He breaks her car in this one. He has sort of, yeah, he does do that. You're totally right. Yeah. Uh do you think he has carte blanche with that because of the there's a, a vampire attacking, so he has to do stuff and make bad decisions? I don't know. I I think the threat on both of them is that I think Jacob's more physically predatory. He's he's more upsetting as a as a aggressive broish presence, right. Who will grab her and kiss her, um, whereas Edward is slowly whittling her down emotionally. I think it's a reading of him where that's not what he's doing, but I totally understand. I think it's a valid counterpoint that he could be doing that. And also, I I'm I, I want to apologize to our listeners <laughs> that every conversation we have is about who's the most uh, like abusive and toxic. Why? Like, that's our teams. Our teams are which one of these two guys is not the worst. I mean, uh, but that's and that's a real shit. This is what we've been given. What else can we do? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, I mean, you act like we 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 uh, were forced to do this podcast, but yes, <laughs> I mean, the podcast no, doesn't no, even I fucking think, exist. I think that should always be the message of all of this: is that like nobody asked for this. Uh, yeah, no, just that this is part of the reason Twilight is seen as a bad yeah, yeah, film yeah. series. That's fair. We are is that it's promoting an, a very unhealthy uh, like dichotomy, like a, a very gross like. Uh, uh, a fantasy of how relationships go and what the decisions that this young woman needs to make between two guys who neither of them treat her well. And a very immature, it's a very immature set of choices. Uh, like, and by immature, I don't mean the guys. I think the guys are sort of toxic in a more mature way than we're giving them credit. I mean, immature, like uh, the movie sort of still presents it in the romantic, like it never gives any other alternative at all. Right, it's the uh, it is the it's the movie's fault. That's the thing. It's like um it's the difference between like a character in a movie that's supposed to be racist and a movie being racist. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Where it's like yeah, it's the movie is problematic. I totally agree. It's not the characters. The movie presents this stuff as being not as being like normal or romantic. Where they're, it's all very problematic, I think. What if, okay, so let me let me pitch you, like, if we were going to fix it with what already happened in the movie, 
what if in the fourth and fifth movie the dad starts to get a lot more involved and like he asserts himself in this like okay you're an, you're an adult and you can do what you want but if you do these things uh i'm gonna have to i have to ask you to leave my house and i can't see you again like, i don't think you know what i mean like what if he does like a pulls a dad move well i i think the answer is if that happens i think the ultimate answer if you if we talk about fixing it we've already mentioned it is bella regaining some sort of control right so the dad can't be the solution yeah so like if the dad does that she should be like you know what fuck you right fuck you right fuck you all of you uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm i'm peacing out it would help if the movie had supplied literally any other fact about her besides she's likable sexually i mean i don't know anything about most of these characters if you asked me what movies do bella does bella like what you know what food does she like what's she major is she funny yeah what is she majoring in uh science yeah they said math she said math which is very surprising to hear that no but in this one she said alaska had good science science yeah it's very surprising to hear that because we've never seen her interested in it at all it was like okay yes that's not a thing. Although, if I were dating a, a, a vampire, I would also look into science. Oh, 100%. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yes, uh, it's it's she's a very underdeveloped character. And that's why it's like it's these movies are, because we're talking about her purely in relationship form. Because I guess that is what the movie is about. You can't fault the movie for that. Sure, you can. The, mo- the movie's about yes, you can. a romantic relationship. Yes, you can. So, look. You can fault the movie for that because like in like say a rom-com, right? A rom-com also fundamentally about a relationship, but at least the B side of every rom-com plot is a career plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's something that fleshes out the character in this. It's always, we got these warring vampires. We got to do something. Bella, you're the bait. They're always after you, Bella. We gotta, we gotta help protect Bella. And then she just stands there like a, just like a mannequin. (laughs) <laughs> while she watches other vampires get ripped apart like actual mannequins uh for reasons right. we don't and understand all she does is watch these guys fight for her it's a very it's it's a very immature view it's romance novel it's romance novel it just keeps coming back to that as a format uh you, you know yeah. like the only thing missing is the sex scenes uh and, and yeah. it would be a harlequin romance novel essentially Oh, for sure. Um, not, th- not that I think uh, that doesn't deserve to exist or whatever. It's not that. It's just that, like, uh, it's a bummer because it's made for kids. You know, like, I feel like if I was a parent raising a daughter, I wouldn't be thrilled that they were into this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I might be disappointed. Wouldn't you? It depends on what they're getting out of it, I guess. I guess that, right. So, I guess that's Cause true. Because there's also, again, it's, it's kind of all about agency. It's all about what a person likes. Uh, and what a person wants in a relationship. And if you want someone who's a little more domineering, uh, that's perfectly fine. Yes. You know, but because like, I, I get that personally, I don't like making decisions. So like, I've always had relationships with people who are like, this is the movie we're watching. And it's like, thanks. Because it's just like, that solves problems. Uh, so I get it. I get if If someone's reading this, and this is like a particular fantasy of theirs. Sure. Uh, but again, I think the problem with the movie is that it presents it way more normal. 
Which is why almost I think Fifty Shades of Grey is a more honest version because that's fan it, fiction. It is. Twilight. It is definitely a more honest version. Yeah, I totally agree with it, that. Someone read Twilight and they're like, "Where's all the S and M?" Yes. That's what it should because be. Because that's clearly supposed to be in here. Yeah. Edward does feel like he should be a more well-to-do sort of cold wasp. Like that that is that yeah. is what he's supposed to be pretty clearly. Uh Yeah. So I mean I I the I I've only seen a bit of 50 Shades of Grey. I haven't watched a whole movie, but I've I've seen enough to think that the male character is very boring in it. I've seen zero. Okay, of it's it. the the male character is very um, uh, uh, Sebastian Gray. I think is his name. Insane. Yeah, uh, is just very. He's domineering in a way that's like what uh, to me. It's all very. I remember I wrote an article that um, Fifty Shades of Gray is the um, Woodstock '99 of sex, <laughs> uh, where it, it is to moshing what Woodstock. It is to sex what Woodstock 99 was to moshing. Wow. Which is that, like, I know it's a weird analogy, but there's, like, like as someone who's been in a lot of punk pits and, like, hardcore pits and metal pits, when you go into, like, a, yeah. like a mainstream band, like a Marilyn Manson mosh pit, you, it becomes clear these people don't know what they're doing, uh, and they just know the concept of it, and it's very, like, milk toast, but also surprisingly dangerous and toxic right. for that reason right. because they be, they haven't refined it to a safe titillating they practice. don't understand it right uh and that's what i think 50 shades there was all these news stories about people getting in like handcuff accidents and stuff after 50 shades came out because all these couples were like we'll try s&m but it's like you, uh, <laughs> like you gotta learn maybe, maybe go to class maybe take a class y- yeah. yeah exactly like don't just like it's they like fetishized a fetish right of course. Uh, and then everybody tried it, and I think a lot of couples were like, nope, not for us. Yeah. Uh, but it became, like, hot for a second. Sure. And it's like, this is sort of a subculture that shouldn't be, like, pretending to be a commercial mainstream product. You know, we don't need, like, Burger King put out a, a special Fifty Shades of Grey limited cup series, you know? I don't know if they did that. They should have. Now oh, that my I say God. It out loud. E- e- can you imagine, like, just a leather belt with a Whopper? That's a Saturday. Oh. That is a fucking a, Saturday. Oh, my that God. That is a Saturday. Oh, my God. That's dude. any day of the week, frankly. Yeah, maybe. But especially a weekend. You put, a little, put that belt on. Yeah. Maybe those feather cuffs on. Whew. Dave, right. it's it's been yeah. two twenty, and I, I we have other things to do. If you can believe that, so like, wait, what? We have other pieces of this podcast we have not done yet. Uh, what part? Well, I think we're far into. I don't know. We are in Twilight, right? Well, we're done with Twilight. We can move on into. All the, right, let's talk about Twilight. Thank you briefly. Uh, how did you feel about the directing of the movie? I thought it was better, but unmotivated. Yes, that was ex- that's a perfect summary. It's like this, this guy is... was a, be- a better craftsman, and it was shot better, it looked better, it was lit way better. Uh, but like, I didn't care about anything. No, my theory is that this director knew what he was. He, he had done Thirty Days of Night. I think at this point already, he had done enough that he had some credibility and he was going to go on to black mirror. And I think what he did with this is he's like, looked around and go, did it, does anybody care what I'm doing right now? No. All right. I'm going to try some stuff where he's just like, I've always wanted to try this. Shot. He wasn't, here's my chance. He wasn't that creative uh, with the way he shot this. Uh, yeah, that's also true. It was, I think the vampire fights and the movements looked better. much better. Yes, they were better. Yeah. Um, he also just picked better frames 
Um, and he wasn't, he yeah. wasn't as, uh, he wasn't as locked in to the color palette as uh, the other ones have been. Um, for sure. Like the, per- like for instance, the purple flowers were oh, exquisite yeah. and they wouldn't have been in the other movies. Um, but now that like, it felt less muted. The colors felt less muted. Yes. Now that I've watched three of these, even though it was very flawed, I still prefer the way the first one was made to all the rest of these movies. Even though the first one would like made a lot of misses. Uh, I, I, I like I the style of it more. It was more fun. Well, it's more, a little more corny. Yeah. Which is what this I think is. That's, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think, I think it's interesting because like, I would argue the opposite of the Harry Potters is like the moment Alfonso Cuaron showed up and was like, let's treat this like it's reality. I thought the Harry Potters got better. Uh, and then David Yates took over and, and so he on did and good. so forth. Yeah. Where they were just like, let's make this world look less like fantasy and make it look like these are people. Let's take them out of their robes. Let's put them in kids' clothes. Uh, all the, all that stuff. Um, yeah, he made it more the, of a the drama. The reason I think that worked with Harry Potter is because there was things at stake. Yes. The, peop- the characters felt real. Correct. As opposed to this, which is it's basically a soap opera, yes. so it's like, why not treat it like one? I agree. Like honestly, I feel like Tarantino would make a good Twilight. Uh, I kid you not. Huh? I'm not kidding. I like. I, no, you're not wrong. I I, I know what you're saying. Uh, whereas he's over the top, and, or, and or like Oliver Stone, campy, or somebody like that. You know what I mean? Somebody like that mm-hmm. who just like went Oliver Stone's five hour Twilight. I'd I'd be into it. I mean, we'd watch it because somebody'd have to. It would have to be yeah, us. Somebody would have to do it. You know? Yeah. It would have to be us. Anyway, I, I mean I don't want to spend forever on the craft here. I just thought that this movie f- I think a cheesy like Sam Raimi as well, a cheesy director. Would do better with this. I totally agree. Yes. Would do better. Although the performances were a lot more nuanced here. Like I thought this is the best acting we've seen out of all three of the leads. Uh, by a wide margin they were just better in this yeah this is one where I was like I feel like oh okay so I think they always were good actors or at least two of them were Uh, Taylor Lautner it's yet to be seen maybe he'll show up in some art house film as well he's probably calling his agent being like why don't I get an art house film what the hell Uh, Yeah, yeah he hasn't really emerged from this he was in like a couple movies I think he just took the money and ran though Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know his life. I don't either. I, I've never even really seen him before I started watching this. Right. Uh, but yeah, this was the first movie that I was like, yeah, they are actors. <laughs> oh like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yes, this was the one where it was Robert Pattinson in particular felt like he had a lot more to him here. Yeah. Uh, it was the first time I saw just a little bit of the lighthouse in him. Yeah, I mean, like, just like, I mean, if you put a mustache on him, there was a couple of times where it was like, hmm, I could see some real storm a brewing here. Oh, yeah. You know, just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I watched about 15 minutes of the White House after this this morning, just to like, nice. just, yeah, just to remind myself. And I'm like, my God, that fucking mustache he's wearing really transforms his face. It's golden. It's, it's a golden mustache. Oh, it like, it's just a swooping promise. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's it, beautiful. Oh, it's magnificent. It cuts his face in half like a saw. It's great. Imagine if Bella's dad was played by Willem Dafoe. That, thank you. I've been asked, I've been waiting to be asked to do that for this whole podcast. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. The farting alone would improve the movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> he 
just <laughs> the 10 to 15 extra farts every movie would really oh yeah <laughs> and i feel like teenagers can relate to that sure for farting yeah, teenagers yeah, love farting. They, they still think it's funny and they're constantly well, it's never doing not it not funny yeah air is coming from your butt right but it also that's it, it, what a funny thing to have it's making it a scream body. out of your body as it goes too yeah you know like a blast of hilarity yeah, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's why do we? Why would we ever do it's that? It's magnificent. Like it's, it's, it's fucking great. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. It really is great. It's like your body's a whole instrument waiting to be played. You're shitting out a desert wind. <laughs> it's, it's incredible, and it makes a noise. And when the noise goes, everybody knows something came out of your butt. Yeah, they know where it came from and your what butt it was. Screamed. Yeah. Yep. yep. Your butt made a little burp. Yeah. And then a bad smell, bad air. <laughs> it brought just a, it brought just an unwanted a haunting friend. cloud. <laughs> it brought it brought a blade to the party. Uh, yeah. I agree. Yet we all sort of uh, we all play like it's a disgusting, surprising fact. But the truth of it is, uh, we're all delighted, right? When somebody farts in public, mm-hmm. like any kind of around anybody else, there's just a kind of delight at the audacity of it, right? Yeah. No two farts are the same. Uh, oh yeah, they're like snowflakes. The yeah, yeah, they're like snowflakes. Yeah, you know, just it's incredible. Yeah, different different kinds of food that inspired it. You know, and uh huh. Yeah, I don't know where how we got into a detour with these farts, but oh, I, that's right, Defoe is the dad. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, obviously we don't have quite enough magnificent in this film. Um. Personal shopper wise, think, uh, what do you? How do you feel about what? how do you feel about personal shopper Kristen Stewart in light of this performance? Again, it's I think both actors they're evolving into better actors as these movies go on. I uh, it's hard. She is a very different looking person with long hair. Yeah, uh, the problem is, I mean, the ultimate tragedy of Twilight is that these are great actors who are given the most boring characters. I can see uh, why so they hated Kristen it. Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think they have real talent in them. Like, this is the thing. I, going back to Harry Potter, one of the things I always thought about them, Harry Potters, and uh, talent is talent. I think there's a certain level of... I think there's a lot that comes from talent, which is just experience and practice. Of course. You can, you can, but you can I, raise talent with those things. Yes, and so I always think about the Harry Potters where it's like, how fucking lucky are those child actors to be on a set with Michael Gambon and fucking uh, uh, Maggie Smith oh, and, Maggie Smith. And, and Alan Rickman and like get to do scenes with them and it's like, holy fucking shit. This is how, if, they're, like, if they don't be, come out of this good actors, I don't know what's going to do it. And, um, and then I saw Daniel Radcliffe and now you see me too and I was like, he made it. He made it. But uh, yeah, like this this and, and also like fucking amazing imagine being fucking directed by alfonso curon at, at that I can age barely imagine that yeah and it's like holy shit this is like this is like a boot camp for acting uh this is coming from someone who knows nothing about acting so maybe it doesn't work that way uh but this movie seems like the twilight seemed like a real bummer to start out because the i would say the one actress out of all of this who seems to be honing their craft actical, actively mm-hmm, mm-hmm. during this is Anna Kendrick. With the three scenes she's in every movie? Yeah. 
she seems to be the only one who's like i'm i'm doing a thing i'm doing a character i'm gonna make it work i think she was uh, literally in up in the air at the same time as this movie I don't I, know. it was either this year or the next year i want to say when up in the air came out uh like she was in up in the air she was supporting actress but it was a huge breakout for her right uh so she's definitely working on stuff like i kind of i'm kind of bummed about the uh the guy who caused the car accident that he's not in these movies right like he just transferred out after the first movie apparently that character yeah Yeah. well all the high school kids they're all just fodder they're they're there to they're the chorus you know they're just watching sure commenting and being like those cullens no one, no one is. They're 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 clearly transitioning out uh, again. The way Harry Potter transitions out of the school stuff slowly, where it's like it's she's done with high school. She's graduated. They were always a second thought. These friends, they were never like her real friends. That's the okay. I we got to wrap this up. Do we, but like, Dave? Do we? D- Dave. Yeah, we we technically do. I have obligations, Dave. Uh, no, you don't. Your obligation is to the muse of entertainment, and she's. It's Friday night. She's calling and you every Friday. We're supposed to watch movies with our patrons. <laughs> the ones listening about to this. Fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so if you patrons are wondering, like, why was Dave late? This is why. Um, this is the thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm going to talk about more in the next one. That makes Bella a very less sympathetic character. I'm excited. She is. Tr- willing to throw away her entire life to be a vampire yeah that's the that's the thing is she's saying stuff like i'm never gonna see my dad again i'm never gonna see my mom again. i'm leaving she is going to her plan is a month before her birthday she gets married to edward and then disappears and they never see her again for yep and her dad is going to be haunted by that he's gonna think she's dead He's going to think she was kidnapped or put in a cult. Um, his, it's, it's her, his, he's going to like become an alcoholic and become like, an, you know, and like who knows what's going to happen. That's true. The, he, the ants, it's really dark yeah, the, what Bella's plan is. The, it is to abandon everybody she knows for one, for one smooth ass uh, uh, cocksmith that rolled into her fucking school one day at 18 she's that's the thing that's why it's so irresponsible is like it's that's the plan that's the plan right right? so you again like that's you connecting to the stakes of that decision which i i agree uh actually haven't really thought about what it would be like for her dad because it it would be awful for him i totally agree yeah uh i'm not so sure the mom cares she's not gonna fess up the plan is as far as we know because they talk about it is for her to abandon everybody. That's also why Jacob's so upset. Right. Again, right, right. it's the it's if it was just some normal kid, then she'd be like, no big deal. But she's like, it's like she's joining the army. For no, I, I don't think that. I don't think that he would be like that. I disagree with what you what you think. He no, would no be I, like. I think he'd still be he'd still be upset. But I'm saying what makes it even worse is the idea that she's going to abandon humanity, leave her life, like it's like joining a cult. Uh, and they haven't really gotten into that. They very casually talk about right how she's gonna kind of abandon everybody. She seems very reluctant. That's one thing. She also seems very reluctant to ask sort of like, so what's it like as a vampire? Questions. 
Like, just like, what am I getting yeah, into? Yeah, you'd think that'd be the thing she'd ask. Like, oh, yeah. just so you know, like, it feels like somebody's knifing you in the genitals all the time just because that's, that's right. part of it. Uh, all, yeah, all they keep saying is like, no, seriously, you don't want to be a vampire. But they don't explain why. Right. And she should be asking that question. That's like, yeah. you know. Uh, what is it it's like? It's like when you tour college campuses, you don't just walk around and be like, this is it. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, and they say stuff. They drop hints. They're like, yeah, all the newbie vampires have insatiable lo- bloodlust. Right. You'll know what I'm talking about soon, Bella. And it's like, what a casual thing to drop that sh- her, right. she's going to live a nightmare when she first becomes a vampire. Right. And then there's the part where your cho- toes get gnawed off by weird bugs that nobody can stop. Yeah. Anyway. And you're con- and oh, don't get me started about how you see all your dead relatives all the time. <laughs> just uh, and staring at you in the darkness. You keep seeing your conception pointing. every night when you sleep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you have a plan for when Satan shows up? Yeah, because he's gonna. He's gonna show up. He's gonna. He's gonna have a suitcase and he's staying in your bed. What are you gonna do about yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's fucked. That's up. a problem. It's a lot of problems. It, that is a big problem. They are really sidestepping that, and they can't. I don't think. Uh, but my question is, what are the last two movies about, in your opinion? I think they're going to get married. Yes. I think it'll be the big wedding. Yes. I think uh, I was told she's going to have a baby, which I'm kind of shocked about. I am too. That has very disturbing news. It doesn't seem like there's enough time Agreed. for that. Agreed. They- I think by the she's going to be prego by the end of the next movie. It's going to be the next reveal. It's going to be like pregnant. Uh, and I think the wedding's going to happen and I think there'll be conflict that's I think it'll be a love triangle and then a, a B story conflict where vampires are going after Bella. What if, uh, what if the baby I'm is done with predicting that something creative will happen? I agree. What if the baby turns out to be some kind of lion King? You know what I mean? Like some kind of, sure. like some kind of like this is, we've been waiting for this one. You know what I mean? Like uh Lord vampire, right. Lord of the vampires or something. Right, maybe. You know, uh, I mean, I know that's, again, very patriarchal, but, like, at this point, is that really the wrong way to bet in this movie franchise? I doubt it. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, how our predictions, people are probably keeping track. Our predictions have been hit or miss. Not that miss. We've been pretty good, I would argue. Yeah. Uh, but I can see, yeah, I can see something like that, where the kids, the Harry Potter vampires... Yeah, uh, this is a tough one because, like, I don't know why there needs to be more movies now. To me, it feels like we d- we did it. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't seen her become a vampire, but like, they could have added ten minutes, and that would have been enough. And like, we wouldn't need to have more Twilights. Am I wrong? You no, know, you're not wrong. But you know, I don't know why we needed one movie. You know, it's a. Uh... It's like you said, it's a romance novel. But, so it's just like, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, like, and we're just going to see the whole goddamn... <laughs> every step We're going to see it. the whole goddamn thing. But in the in the internal workings of the movie, like what have, other than like finding out what makes her special and her getting finally getting married slash vampired, what the hell else is there to see here? I think they're going to defeat the vampire lords. I guess. Ugh, who cares? And then I think they'll live... Ha- and then I think Jacob will pair off with somebody else. And I think they'll work out a friendship. And I think they'll live happily ever after with their stupid child. This is starting to make me appreciate the end of Game of Thrones more. Uh, mm-hmm. For being at least like some twists. I don't know. What if Bella burns down a, a, a village? We don't know. It's not impossible. 
What if it ends with them killing Bella because she wrecks forks? Ooh. She she yeah. she she turns forks what into she just, the ru- of ruins rubble. What if she just fucks forks? Can you even imagine? Fucks forks. Yeah. Can you even imagine? Ooh. Tom's texting me <laughs> because he's disappointed in us for going two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> Hold on, let me text him. No, we're fucking heroes, Dave. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I just I, let me text. No, go ahead him. and text him. We're not cutting this. Wrap, you, you don't get to cut this out. Not even a little bit. Up. You don't get to. Uh. Wrapping up. Look, Dave. We- you <laughs> can start. You have the fucking audacity to say, instead of letting me talk, me? just fucking say if all the words of your text, you monster. You like apologies, <laughs> Adam is a real guy. Real guy. Jabber. Why are you blaming me? What's the f- jabber? Jab, jab, jabber, mouth. Okay, wait a minute. This see what you just did is you fucking Jacob this. You just like manipulate yeah. manipulated the situation to be a thing that it wasn't. Because uh, I defy you to take a word count here, dude. I'm not going to count anything. I'd love you. Oh, I'd love to see you do some math, Dave. That would Look, really light my, my heart. It's my word up. against yours with Tom, and who's he going to believe? <laughs> You know, you or me. He could believe his fucking ears uh, when he listens to this episode. And he, do you think we're at we're at two hours and forty minutes? Do you think he's going to listen to this? No, no chance. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to listen. Oh, they're going to hear us, Dave. What, should we put a test? Do you want to put another test in here? All what right, do you want to uh, do? Someone. T- all right. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> hashtag, uh, cl- hashtag. Claim that fiver. What is it? Claim that fiber. You're gonna give five bucks. Claim. You're, you're giving. Claim that fiber. Fiver. You're gonna claim. You're gonna give five bucks to somebody claim who that, listened to this. I'm not giving five bucks to nobody. Uh, no. Uh, like uh, I wanted to do something that's like uh, like a uh, like a uh, like a uh, like hashtag ye- the yellow farts. <laughs> uh, something that like there's not gonna be a lot of hashtags for. Sure. And I mean yellow farts is a pretty good first draft. Okay. You know? Um. Everybody hashtag yellow farts if you've gotten this far in yeah. the almost three hour podcast yeah. about the third Twilight. Movie. Also, yellow farts is uh, an idea for our t-shirt shop. Uh, one of our producers should get on that. We have producers? Uh, yeah. Every episode we're requiring producers, I presume. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'd like to thank sure. I'd like to thank all the people who desired this podcast to exist. Uh huh. You know, there are producers. Yeah. We'd like to thank yeah. them, our super producers, yeah. uh, all of you, yeah. who are keeping us so on track. <laughs> talking about Twilight, so we've done we it. Every it episode yeah, yeah. is longer than the next. This one, this one is longer than two movies. It's, I think, I don't know. It's pretty long. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, no, they're not longer than two movies put together. Uh, both the Twilights have been resting at a solid like two hours and change, like three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and I I appreciate. I also that. appreciate that. I that's very respectful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're I'm not, not. I'm not against them breaking up the next ones. Me neither. What is the next one called? Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn. Breaking. Yeah. Is it going to be like Breaking Bad? Oh, if, oh, if only. Dawn. Fucking if only. If they start selling meth. One of those worm. One of those werewolves got lung cancer and had to make some choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some meth choices. Yeah. Aaron Paul turns out to be head of the werewolf clan somehow. Right. 
Uh, all right. Do we do we have any final thoughts? Is there anything we didn't uh, tackle? Dave, here? absolutely not. I, I can't. I can't fathom how we could have more thoughts. Uh, oh, we could keep going. I know we could. You know I know we, we could. could but, but it's disrespectful, Dave. Let's let's learn from our. You know what we're gonna have to do? What? for the next podcast? What? We'll have to break it up into two parts, <laughs> like break it down. And then the one after that, we'll also have to break up into two parts. Can you imagine if we get five more podcasts or something out of it? Oh, oh man. Holy shit. That'd be amazing. Yeah. We're, so far, people have... This is a marathon oh, yeah. for people listening. I don't know how people would find the time to listen to this. I will say this. I listened to our first episode. Like, this is, I listened to it. You, if, you sent it to me and I oh. listened to it. Uh, I did find it. I find I didn't think it was uh, indulgent. I did not think the first one was indulgent. I think we're delightful. Yeah, yeah. I just think of like the idea of people com- like if if people are commuting to work, which a lot of you aren't, this would be a whole week's worth of podcast to listen. Or to. you know, just this episode. Your your work. Otherwise, is a tr- you have to sit in a dark room and just listen for three hours. <laughs> yeah, your work is just a truck that you drive. Uh, yeah. you know, so for our, for our truck driving patrons, uh, you're welcome for this. Yeah. You know, I just don't know what conditions about, uh, hashtag yellow farts. Yeah. Tell us how, how it got this yeah. bad for you. <laughs> tell, tell us what this did to you <laughs> and where you ended yeah, up. How, tell us, tell us how you were able to get this far. Yeah. What, uh, um, what, what you, you were doing? What does were it you take? cleaning the house? Yeah. What does it take? Were you, yeah. Were you stuck? Yeah. Were you stuck somewhere? Like, did you get buried alive like that Ryan Reynolds oh, movie? Can you imagine? And you just were like, well, I can listen to a podcast. I got time to kill. What if they, What if some patron was like, I'm going to have sex to the sounds of Adam and Dave uh, twilighting. The more power to And them. then they were like, we're not going to be done until it's over. Can you imagine that, Dave? Oh, good on that. Yeah, what a power, what a power sesh. Yeah. You know, so if anybody did yeah, that, that's a real power send sesh. us a hashtag yellow farts and tell us about your sexual escapades. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Literally, why not? All bets are off, man. Uh, we haven't had any bets this whole time. <laughs> We've never had a bet on this podcast. Oh, They've yeah. been off the whole we are, time. Oh. We're terrible. It's, we're ter- <laughs> yes, we should be ashamed. <laughs> oh, we're bad. God. We're bad at this. Um, uh, yeah. Thanks for being. Oh yeah, we're only. I don't know. Again, I shouldn't thank you because it's not. You're not my guest. Uh, no, but I do want to transition us into plugging. Sure, stuff. sure, of course. Uh, you, and I will accept that transition uh, as your co-host. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're 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 welcome. So uh, you can find my other podcasts, which are probably about a quarter of the length of these. I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. All of them on the Small Beans Network. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find my podcast One Upsmanship with my buddy Mike Swaim about video games. My podcast Director Piece Theater with my buddy Abe Epperson, and uh, where we talk about the high art of low art movies as filmmakers. And then my podcast I'll show you mine if you show me yours with my buddy Maggie Mae Smith, in which we get to know each other as friends through our various media uh, that we love. Uh, all of that you can find in the Small Beans Network. You can get involved in producing the shows there at a Patreon tier very soon. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at The Real Gans, also Instagram. You can find my website where I contain all the movies I have directed and plans for future movies that I will direct. So uh, that's me. Nice. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, I'll share my Twitter at movie at movie hooligan if you want to check that out on our seventh hour of podcasting about Twilight. <laughs> uh, that's not an exaggeration. This should be the point where you're convinced to finally check out his Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, this network, uh, uh, gamefully unemployed. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed we have exclusive podcasts there like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder is a maniac uh so uh yeah, 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 check it out check it out check it out check, check it, it out check it out it's nothing check it out check it out sorry no i i uh, sorry, I, I like the part where we just finish and start every product goes yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we, we really did it. Uh, and there's two more. Can you believe that? Don't. I don't, I don't want to hear. No, that. you want to hear it. You fucking want to hear it. Oh, we're gonna die doing this. I know. I know. And see, the funny thing is, this is how we die. And then you. <laughs> this is. Remember how that time when you were like, "What if we had a another podcast that was just like a real thing that we did." And then you're looking at this and you're asking yourself, how could that ever happen? We would definitely be dead. Right. We would just be going on for, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, you're the worst thing that ever happened to me. Uh, probably. <laughs> but I, I, I just want to lay down the challenge, Dave. I'm happy to end your life gently. I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm happy to be like the scorpion sting that takes you out finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone has to. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm just. We I'm, need to be I'm, stopped. I'm trolling the motherfucker out of your fans right now. <laughs> On your club oh, good. I just did it. <laughs> Are you texting them? I, they, were, they were like, your... I hope Dave is out recording something important. And I wrote, uh, it's nothing, I promise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck you all. Woo! <laughs> 